Oh, hey, y'all. It's uh, a Tuesday show, August 29th, 2023. We're about to launch an uh, announcement, unexpected announcement, that's for sure. Uh, heard from Frank Cousineau yesterday. They had to suddenly, at a last minute, <clears throat> cancel the Cancer Control Society's annual event, which, you know, shocked me and a lot of people. But um, uh, everything's okay. They're okay. Nobody, but there are some other things behind the scenes with the video crew that couldn't do it. Anyway, I'll get into that later. But I just want to know if you let you know if you're planning to be with me in Glendale, that's not happening this weekend. So I found a Labor Day weekend to be at home. I'm going to cook out with the family. That's okay. We're going to do good stuff. Good things. Good things. In the meantime, this show today, oh my gosh, uh, the Healing for the Ages Conference, which is the following weekend in Dallas. Now I might be able to go to it. We got Dr. Brian Artis, Dr. Edward Group, Dr. Henry Ely, and Dr. Jana Schmidt all on the show at the same time. Yep, that means together <laughs> with me. And that's coming up, first hour of the show. And you're going to learn about why you want to get that stream if you're not going to be there with us in Dallas. Because it looks like I'm, I'm going to try and make it. Regardless, if you can watch it from wherever you are, there's a $10 off coupon with the, yeah, just Bell, B-E-L-L. -L. You'll learn about that. Uh, hour two, we got to hit some other topics. Of course, uh, one is a quarter of girls 16 years of age seeking mental health care in England. What's going on in the UK? And uh, what's going on in America for that matter, in terms of that? Um, organic versus glyphosate containing foods. Uh, does it matter if you're not pregnant or only if you're pregnant? There's that and a whole lot more. We got questions of the day we meant to get to yesterday. We're going to get to today. So thanks for being here. Tell your friends the place for health, freedom, and healing liberty right now. RobertScottBelt.com slash listen for the next couple of hours. And you can uh, submit your questions and comments right there in the chat room as well. All right, Super Don, press play. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty, The Robert Scott Bell Show. Well, every once in a while I say, this is a special edition of The Robert Scott Bell Show. Usually I'm just saying it. It doesn't mean a thing. <laughs> Today it means something. No, I never make that stuff up. They're all special, but you want extra special? Uh, we got, uh, can I make short bus jokes? Here, I'm going to find out if that's allowed. But, yeah, if there's a short bus, we're all on it. And uh, the guys and gals that are coming up today, we're, we're going to be previewing something that's so spectacular. Uh, I can't even get on that stage. Uh, but I'm so thrilled to promote it. We've been promoting it every day here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. And it's Healing for the Ages. Healing for the Ages. All spelled out, dot com. And we've got Dr. Brian Artis, Dr. Edward Group, Dr. Henry Ely, and uh, Dr. Schmidt. She's joining us as well. Yes, there she is. Dr. Janice Schmidt is also joining us. I'm going to bring him in now for a special preview of that event that's happening the uh, September 8th and 9th in Dallas, Texas. Uh, whether you can be there in person or watch it online, you got this guy, Dr. Ed Group. Too good looking. I can't deal with it. Uh, let me bring in Brian Artis to balance that out. There's there's my buddy. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> now we're all good. And then uh, the real, the real uh, beauty that's shining through is Dr. Janice Schmidt. And I don't even know what to say about this guy, Dr. Henry Ely. He's the wild card, and he doesn't even have, have his uh, uh, like <laughs> visually. is He's blacked out. I don't know what's going on. I see him, but I don't see him. But he'll be here in a moment. Uh, this is a, a, what we call a, a, a dream team, if there was one. I remember when we sent the basketball players out there, and they shellacked everybody. 
but in terms of uh, intellectual capacity and I think the spirit flowing through you guys to be directing you to do things, even if everybody yells and screams at you, says that's the craziest thing ever, you guys are not not stopping. And, and as well, you shouldn't. And I appreciate you for that so, so very much. Um, Dallas is your hometown, Dr. Brian Aris. So I'll start with you. The, the, the setup for healing for the ages. And of course the A G E S happens to correspond with the last names of the four involved. And one of them, Dr. Ely will be back. I'm hoping soon. So, uh, let's, uh, get this party started. Dr. Artis. Yeah. So healing for the ages, see it behind me. A G E S mm-hmm. stands for artist group. Ely Schmidt, like you showed on the screen, use that promo code to save 10% off for all virtual attendees. And oh my goodness, this happens September 7th, 8th and 9th. It is mm-hmm. physically in Dallas, Texas. So if you want to come, that's fine. I, don't, I really don't know how many tickets are left for in-person stuff. We try to keep that small so we could do intimate Q and a breakout sessions after every presentation. It's kind of hard with these events with like 5,000 people there. So, Virtual attendees is what we want the most. You're not going to be missing out on anything. Every single thing we present on stage and show the world physically and virtually, when the conference ends, all of our notes, all of our solutions, all of our recommendations, all of our links to the research studies, all of our links to products are going to be in your inbox. And also, everybody who signs up, you're actually going to get a 14-day recommendation follow-up action plan for after the conference. And then a month later, all four of us docs are going to do a Q&A with every virtual attendee and physical attendee. And we're going to go over that 14-day action plan and see how well you did at implementing those recommendations very simply each day. And it's not overwhelming. There's mm-hmm. not even an hour to each of these things each day that you have to implement. It's just simple things to start implementing these solutions we're going to be offering there. And for those of you who are wondering, do I really want to spend the $89 to attend virtually for this life-saving information and list of solutions? There is a free virtual masterclass Q&A session the night before the conference on September 7th. Mm-hmm. When you go to Healing for the Ages, you'll see it at the top. Maybe you just want to register there and listen to us yap for an hour or two and determine if you want to join and purchase the virtual tickets. Maybe there that's you what go. you're waiting for. But go there, yeah. put in bell yeah. for the yeah, actual. 10 bucks off, yeah. Yeah, you get $10 off. Right, and uh, every little bit you save is good, but it's so worth it. And I want to ask you, I don't know if you're the mastermind or who claims to be the mastermind of this thing, Brian, but you brought some awesome folks together. What was it about the pieces of the puzzle coming together, including Dr. Ely, who hopefully will join again with uh, Dr. Group and uh, Dr. Schmidt? How'd this come together? Yeah, this whole thing about a year ago, I started getting this impression that I need to hold my own conference, but I didn't want to do that. I was actually at conferences every week somewhere else, and I didn't want to go through the pain and effort of doing that on my own. And I didn't really know why I needed to do one. But uh, everything I've learned from the hospital experiences, the shirt you're wearing right now, the remdesivir Mm -hmm. protocols in hospitals, uh, I believe God allowed me to watch my father-in-law get murdered in a hospital in nine days underneath the guise of a hospital protocol witness that and then be able to read the memo of the remdesivir protocol for COVID patients by Dr. Anthony Fauci three months later in May and be able to vomit on the world. This is exactly the setup. The hospital ICUs are a killing field and a genocide like the Holocaust camps. This is what I said out of May of 2020. Hired a publicist, went into the media to make sure you all knew this was a great and harmful setup. Yeah. So I believe that was guided by God. The snake venom stuff related to COVID. That was also nothing I ever wanted to know. And oh my God, mm. 
Uh, you can ask the other three doctors here how convinced they are of this narrative now after reading all the research for the last year. I've vomited personally on their phones and via phone calls and Zoom calls. Uh, they, they now, it's awesome. Actually, Dr. Ed Group actually says Venoms more than I do on any of our interviews. Wow. I'm always like, God, thank God someone else can say it, is brave enough to say it. Because that's hits, man. truly a part of this bioweapon, a massive part of it. And so I didn't want to know this stuff. So about six months ago, I had the impression to ask Dr. Schmidt, Dr. Group, and Dr. Henry Ely, would you come and help me together put together a conference? And I even said I'd like to call it Healing for the Ages. Mm. And the Ages will be our acronym of our last names. And each one of them separately immediately said, I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in. This is the kind of conference we've all wanted to participate in mm -hmm. for 20 plus years. We've all been attending conferences for years, speaking at conferences for years. And I just felt like there was something missing. And that one big thing missing was this. And Dr. this is why I selected the four of us. Yeah, There's a uh, reason. And Dr. Group, you know, of course, the killing fields as hospitals long before even COVID and all of this. This is something that we've known for a long time. And it became something that if it's not common knowledge yet, it's much more common to be aware that you don't want to go to a hospital. And if you ever have to go in, get out and make sure you have like uh, a defense team with you of some kind, you know, the body armor, everything, because even if they mean well, uh, you're more likely to die of what they do in there with good intentions. Yeah, you know, that, we're, we're all about teaching people how to reactivate their body's own self-healing mechanism. And that's what makes this team so special, because really what we're looking at is, number one, education, and number two, explaining to people in a simple way what is currently going on. You know, we when Brian put us all together, we and, and since then, I mean, since the pandemic and since COVID, you know, a lot of medical doctors have come forward, a lot of researchers, a lot of scientists have come forward. And there's just at this point in time, lots and lots of confusion with people. Everybody has their own protocol, but everybody is talking about the wrong thing. They're all talking about spike protein, this spike protein, that spike protein, this spike protein, that, and everybody has their own programs. You know, we, we started, all of us have been doing this research our whole lives. We really started looking into, at least I started looking into the lipid nano uh, particle technology in 2016 and how they were doing that because I make supplements and I wanted to see what they were using for rapid delivery and how they were, how they were getting that into the system. So that research that I was doing in 2016 on lipid nanoparticle technology led me down all of these different types of rabbit holes on uh, EMFs and how 5G works with lipid nanoparticle technology. And then getting you know, together with this, with this amazing group has just been incredible. And, and by the way, actually it's not, you know, you hear lipid nanoparticle technology but lipids are naturally occurring molecules that we have in our cells. And, and these are not the lipids in the mRNA, or let's call it mod mRNA injections. They are not, they are actually electronically charged synthetic molecules. They're calling them lipid nanoparticles to make it sound good. But these, these uh, particles, these electronically charged synthetic lipid particles are uh, able to host electromagnetic fields. They're actually electronic devices. If you go to Pfizer's website, it states that without the cationic lipid, 
okay? The cationic is an electronic nanotechnology. There could be no Pfizer, BioNTech, mRNA vaccine. So what they're using is synthetically uh, produced, electronically charged molecules, synthetic, gen genetically engineered, and without those lipid nanoparticles that they're using, in fact, there couldn't even be any vaccines, and they're using what's called lipofectin and other things. So these are electronically charged synthetic molecules that you're using, that they're using. Now, you see all these, you've been seeing all these pictures of these dark field micro, uh, all these doctors coming out with these dark field microscopy uh, pictures and saying, oh yeah, this is the, the nanotechnology and this is that and this is that. I can tell you from all the research that I've been doing over the years, because we've developed an acoustic glycerosomal technology, which is even th 20 to 30% more bioavailable and rapid delivery than big pharma. So we've already outdone what big pharma's done, except, but, but they haven't used natural substances. Right. These are and, synthetic uh, Dr. Group, nanoparticles. Uh, when we talk about the, the uh, electrical charge, I mean, we know that the body is an electrical being, if you will, and it runs first and foremost on the energy. The, the molecules are interesting, and that's where the reductionist Western mind went and all of the chemistry associated with toxic poisons, right, will poison you back to health. And then, of course, Dr. Artis had to go and discover all of the snake venom peptide stuff. It was like made a wonderful life that he's had since then. Uh, the great thing about it is that we all got to meet him and know him and love him. But that's, you know, that's the bonus when we go through tough times. But when we think of the lipid nanoparticles, as you've described them, are we still talking about the technology in addition to the uh, sensitivity to electromagnetic fields, 5G, etc., uh, still as a delivery system too? Is it also that, or is it just the ruse it's delivering something? So here, here, here's what we found out. So it's like, uh, like a spider web or like the World Health Organization where, they, where their uh, logo is a target over the whole world. But in this case, it's like a spoken hub model to where you have the target being you, but they have multiple different vectors to turning on and, and altering your cells via mind control, via uh, creating disease, creating heart attacks. You know, th this is a multifaceted system that we've uncovered, and it has to do with, with a lot of different factors. The lipid nanoparticle factor is just one right. of many ways that they're attacking us, and it's really through the parasites, especially the yeast, the mold, the fungus, the E. coli, and all the worms in the body, which, by the way, look like snakes, too. All of these bio are, are synthetic bioweapons, okay? 5G, 3G, 4G, uh, who knows what else they're putting in, microwave frequencies, ultrasonic frequencies in these towers, the venoms that they're using, the alterations in the DNA, the mod uh, RNA technology, the plasmid technology that Dr. Ely uh, discovered the hydrogel technology, the pay, you know, being able to put multiple things in those uh, lipid nanoparticles and the metals. I mean, and all this goes back to the history of, of planning all this from the 1960s and DARPA working with all this. They need to have, in order to create half reptile, half man, half robot, you need to have all this stuff in the system and the metals also in the system through the mm -hmm. aluminum deodorants and all the other stuff. And it even gets deeper than that with getting people addicted to uh, electronics, getting people addicted to sugar, getting people addicted to alcohol, people addicted to gluten, because all of these actually feed the system. So it's a collaboration between big pharma, big agriculture, big oil and gas, big media, 
big education with the brainwashing. I mean, everything together is coming. So, so picture like, like Dr. Ely said, a spider web or whatever, all of this happens together. So they can control different aspects of it whenever they want. That's why you saw some people in different cities having different, uh, dif- uh, different reactions, or some people had different reactions with this vial. You know, we just found out that, that potentially the color coded caps of the vials could mean different types of mod Mm -hmm. uh glycoprotein mrna snake venom peptides in them i mean this is just like yeah what the heck you know is going on and how that's affecting the body actually how that's affecting the gut how that's affecting the liver you know how that's affecting the lymphatic system and 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 it's they don't want everybody to die just all at once so that's why they they figured out a way to do this also undetectable just one more thing when i was talking about you know the images of a dark field micro microscope this is you you can't even see this stuff with dark field okay because i've been doing lipid nanoparticle research for a while and we have to send our stuff out for scanning electron microscopy it has to be cryo sometimes too Mm -hmm. the only way you can even identify these things is through either transmission electron microscope or through a scanning electron microscope. So they, they, they're smart. Like they've been working on this with, you know, Dr. Lee is talking about, you know, bringing over all the Nazi scientists. That's, that's the truth. I mean, these, these individuals have it all planned out with multiple factors and multiple vectors. Well, how the good do we, news uh, yeah, go is ahead, we have news. solutions. Yeah, we're going to foil their plans. Let's just say that. Not with aluminum foil, by the way. Uh, Dr. Janice Schmidt, was there an electrostatic charge that brought you amongst this uh, r- wrecking crew here, including <laughs> Dr. Eady? Yes. Well, I, Dr. Brian Artis, that, that's what did it. So we, we've connected on the Reawaken. And when he started sharing some of his findings with me, I was I just did deep dives into it. And when um, when I met the other guys, like we just there was a synergy. We all had the same sort of uh, passion to, to learn and grow and find out more and expose the truth so people can get well. You know, you didn't have to have these conversations about getting sunlight and grounding and that type of thing a hundred years ago. But look, if you look at what's happened in a hundred years, oh my goodness, it's, and it's been planned this way. You see, it's been planned this way uh, along, you know, everything from getting rid of um, incandescent bulbs to increasing, uh, Wi-Fi radiation to genetically modified foods, just the list goes on and on. And each one of these is a weapon. And we've been talking about this. And if we can uh, get a hold of the delivery system of all of these, then we have won. We've won. And I love what, what they were saying about everybody's chasing the spike protein, but we're all natural health, right? So chasing the spike protein is more of the pharmaceutical model. Let's chase the symptoms, chase the symptom. But for us, yes, we want to stop this, the spike glycoprotein, but, and heal the tissues, but we want to get to the root of the problem. And I actually, you know, I, I thought, good Lord, how are we going to find out what the root of the problem is when we're going to have to find out how they made this? Well, guess what? It's written. It's all right there. Now it, you won't find it written um, 2023, but you can go back and I mean, we go back decades and there it is. It's written exactly how they did it, how they planned it, what makes it happen, what makes it stop. And it's, it's shocking to me, but it does take a lot of research and anybody can do this research. You just have to sift through it and put it all together. Um, But finding out the solutions, that's where I feel like we've really, we've really uh, utilized each other's uh, gifting talent. So I, I'm just honored to be amongst these giants. I'm just going to warm up the crowd when we 
we get there, it's like, okay, you guys get ready for the good stuff. So yeah, I, I was raised in a natural life lifestyle. It was all, you know, I, I was, I was never fooled by this whole government thing. I was raised by hippies. You know, they, they I was born into that. So not trusting the government. Um, so it, it was natural for me to, uh, to join the holistic, you know, the holistic train because I, I was already there. So, Dr. Schmidt, you, you were balancing out all this raw masculinity. You're the strongest one among us, in my opinion, uh, based on that alone. And uh, Dr. Ely, of course, is bringing it. And uh, la- I think last time we were together, was it, it was in Colorado at an event, I think. And you were just yeah. on You had the crowd just on the – yeah, it was great. I just love what you're presenting. And so what angle or what aspect of the puzzle pieces that I see coming together here, how did this all resonate with the, f- the four of you? Well, first of all, man, I got to say, Dr. J is the ultimate sandbagger. If you ever played a game of cards, somebody underestimates, she's so polite and she's so sweet. And then she'll come in there in our conversation and be like, boom, with like a mallet (laughs) on some stuff. Be like, all right, I see you, Dr. J. I see you. I see you. So, folks, you know, when we got everything together, you know, um, it started for me uh, with... um, John O'Otto, actually, <laughs> on my case 24-7 about you've got to read and listen to what Dr. Artis is saying. And I was like, John, oh, I don't have time for all that. That's some crazy stuff he's talking about. I was doing the same thing everybody else was doing. It was dismissing him. You know what I mean? And and uh, I wasn't attacking him, though. I wasn't doing that kind of crap. That was ridiculous. But I was dismissing it. And then so finally I said, OK, John, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to start going into some of this research, but I got to do it my way. I got to do it with no bias. I got to see what's going on. I got to tell you, it was within 48 hours. I was on the phone with Jono saying, you better get me in touch with Brian right now. We hadn't met it. We hadn't even met yet. Right. Mm -hmm. And then Brian, how long were we on the phone for? We were like like three and a half hours the first day. It was ridiculous. And then we were just like, has there been a day that we honestly have not like talked to each other or texted each other since? No, I don't think so. Not a single one. Right. Like it, it's like a just, year. Right. <laughs> Dude, did you see this? Oh, my God. Did you see this? Oh, look what they did here. You know, it's just this. It's like we're 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 piecing together every sci fi, every horrible sci fi movie we've ever seen. I'm like, dang, they were telling us the truth here, too. And and, you know. So then, uh, so Brian earlier this year was like, hey, man, what do you think about, like, I want to do this conference. I want to do this big, big deal. Like, I'm tired of people talking about the spike glycoprotein and I'm tired of these MDs out there who, look, we love you. All right. I mean, waking up is hard to do. We get it. You know what I mean? But we got tired of seeing our medicine that we love so much, um, natural medicine, being put into an allopathic model. Mm -hmm. Right. Because there are some fundamental philosophical foundational things that we believe in getting to the root cause, like Dr. Group said. Right. Um, Making sure that we're getting where is this spike lycoprotein actually being produced? And then that opened up this whole thing for us. And so then ultimately, um, Dr. J and I met at one of the Clay Clark events or something like that up in, I think, in Oregon or something. And we were just like best buddies instantly. You know, where you just are like, yeah, oh, my know. God, I know you. You know me. This is great. And then same thing. And then I, and then uh, uh, Brian hit me up. He's like, dude, <laughs> I just went to Ed's facility. Where he makes <laughs> medicine. You got to go. And so I hit up Ed because we have been ta- talking a little bit. But, you know, we weren't like we weren't like super ace tight. 
And then I was like, Ed, man, can you uh, be so nice? Can you let me go and look at your, you know, your your toy store that you have? And he was like, yeah, sure. Come on. Down. You know, it's like super cool. Like the coolest of everybody's like, oh, of course, dude, it's totally cool. Yeah, man. Come on. Just totally surfer vibing it for everybody and everything. And then you get to his playground hmm. and you see what this crazy genius is doing. And you're just like. I didn't want to leave. I felt bad when they told me it was like the super long tour and everything. And I, they sent me home with a box this big of freebies like here, try this and try this. And I'm like, yes, I'll try that and I'll try that. And um, and I'm telling you, I'm this is true. And I'm, I'm joking around a little bit, but Robert, this is true. Mm -hmm. I'm holding this box. All right. And I'm feeling chi moving all through my body. Mm hmm. OK. And, you know, for those of us that mess around with chi and do some breath work, you know, and get into that vibe, it's like whoa 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 what is going on because they had just shown me the carillion photography and the in the lab work and you know and you're just like this dude is playing fibonacci sequences into his music he has a deal where he, if you aren't having a good day you can't be around the medicine and he'll still pay you your fool's day this is the example of what we were supposed to be right and so brian's like hey man what do you think about this conference and i was like I was like, well, we've put on some conferences at EHI. We kind of have you know, messed up a couple of times before. And I think we can do this. I think we can pull it off. So I talked to my team and they were like, yeah, let's do it. We were talking about doing something early this year, too. Brian's got a great idea. It's his baby. Let's roll with him. And, and we put it together. And I mean, for everybody listening, it was from the first group meeting, right? We had Brian, the first group meeting of everybody. It was just instant love. You could mm -hmm. feel it. All the teams were going to work together well. Everybody, there's so much ad admiration. It's not just respect that everybody has. It's admiration. You know, I love what Brian has done. I love what Ed has done. I love what Jan has done. You know, and you just I love get what Ely's doing. And, yeah. I, I, and I come in there and they let my crazy ass in here sometimes. Too. <laughs> and, and, you know, but the thing is, it was just like what Brian had said that I really touched my heart was mm -hmm. I want to show people the right way. Yeah. I want to show people the right way of doing things, of people working together, of people having this selfless approach, of people looking and using the medicine that God intended for us and showing us that all the solutions are here. God was ahead of all this. 1.0 version was already perfect, right? And I was like, yeah, man, I'm in. So we, we started meeting and started putting all this stuff together. And like, I, we maybe should, y'all, publish our text thread. You know, oh we maybe goodness. should. It's <laughs> It's long. You you know like how you scroll up through a text thread, Robert, and you get to like mm -hmm. the top, and it's got to stop for a second to pause to like go. Hold yeah. on a second, man. There's that's one day. Yeah. That's like one that's day. One day. Right. You're like, oh, oh, oh. I'm, I'm looking. I was looking for the Afiuka stuff last night, Doctor J. I was like, where is that? Right, the stuff we just did last week. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like. Did it. <laughs> I, it took me literally 15 minutes to get to it, Robert. We should print this out just, yeah. just to have it. I mean, this oh. is history in the making. So for I'm, us, I'm man, exhausted just trying to keep up with you guys. And right. I, I can do a lot, you know. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's what I'm saying to, to everybody is it's a great vibe, right? Mm -hmm. You got people who are doing this for the right reasons. We're bringing you real God medicine. You know what I mean? We've been divinely guided. We're, we're being we're being people in service more than anything else. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we really want you there at the conference in, in virtual as well. We want you in attendance because the, the greatest threat that humanity has ever faced, we are facing right now. And what we are have pledged our lives to do is to make sure that we are going to be on that line. 
you know, and we want you standing on that line with us. Cause when we're all standing on that line, they have no chance. They have no chance against us. But if you just put a couple of us out there here and there, A and B, they'll pick us off. Yeah. But if we all come together and we know, like Dr. J said, how to deal with their delivery systems, it's an, it's, it's a, it is as done a deal as anything you have ever experienced in your life. These, this evil is done. And that's what I'm about. And that's what everybody on this show is about. And hopefully everybody that joins us is about. And then we have this one world voice saying, no. And I'm, I'm all in. Healing, healing for the ages, artist group, Ely, Schmidt, all together. And we're right now on the Robert Scott Bell Show having a great time previewing a little bit, getting a sense of it for you. Use VIP promo code Bell and you get 10 bucks off streaming if, you, if there's seats left in person in Dallas. Uh, and I'm just, uh, again, blown away. Can you know, Go ahead, Brian. I Can I set up next. a little bit about why it is this came to mind? <laughs> okay. Why it is I thought this other conference was so important? Do you know two days ago I was invited to come to a, a medical conference? Two days ago I was invited to come at the end of September. Hmm. And they it's going to be a continuing education crediting new annual thing for these people, medical doctors, to get their continuing education hours. Mm-hmm. And they asked me to come and present there two days ago. And I was like, man, I'd love to. Now, what's funny is they want me to come and present on the dangers of hospital protocols. That's so like a long time ago. Now, that's wonderful, (laughs) but but your shirt on this show is enough for that actual conference. You don't need to go. However, I love the idea of going there, but a year ago, everybody on the screen, I was invited to go to another medical conference. I was the only non-medical doctor asked to speak at a Mm. continuing education hour for medical doctors event in Missouri. So I go to this event and I am asked to only talk about remdesivir hospital protocols and not to talk about anything conspiratorial, please. Mm. (laughs) And I said, "Uh, well, this is your conference. Yeah, I'll come do that. And when I stood up, I was the very first speaker to set the stage for the day. I stood up and I said, I've been asked to come here and talk about the hospital protocols for COVID-19 and I will do it. And I've been asked to not touch other topics that are actually more conspiratorial. (laughs) And I said, so I'm not going to talk about those, but those are actually more important than this hospital protocol presentation I'm about to give. And if you're not going to get it here, you better go to my site to start mm-hmm. learning what it is they're doing to people worldwide, calling it COVID, and then what they're putting in the vaccines to cause harm to everybody. And then I did the presentation. At lunchtime, it's all medical doctors, 30 of, 30 of them. At lunchtime, I'm asked to go up on the stage with the other 30 docs and do a photo op, Robert Scott Bell. <laughs> did they and show they asked me. You? They asked me to be in the middle because I'm taller. They asked yes. me to be right in the middle. And then they put Peter McCullough and another pediatric neurosurgeon who are short people in front of me. And then all the other medical doctors are to my right and left. This pediatric neurosurgeon, I just got done listening to her presentation, which was phenomenal. I'd never seen her, never knew her name, never met her. She comes walking up right in front of me. And this is what she said. Dr. Artis, looking at me, Dr. Artis. <laughs> She said, do you know how many lives you've saved worldwide with your remdesivir hospital protocol research? And I looked at her and I said, no, I don't, but God, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Now, Peter, standing in front of me with his new book called Courage to Face COVID, looks at this lady and says, hey, doc, right in front of me. I mean, they're standing right up against my chest. Hey, doc, do you know when the entire narrative of COVID-19 changed for the medical profession? 
And she goes, no. <laughs> this is why they're trying to line everybody up for a picture. No. And he goes, when he started speaking out, when he presented the research about the ICU protocols in our hospitals, this is what he says, for ICU protocols mm-hmm. in our hospitals, when we were forced to go look at his research, we realized he was right. And this is where all the telemedicine stuff started is because we realized the ICU hospitals were a setup. And that's when the whole narrative changed for all of us. Mm-hmm. And I said, you're welcome, Peter. <laughs> this is what I said. You're welcome, Peter. Now you have to understand, I'm standing at a medical conference and mm-hmm. I'm being told what not to talk about. Mm-hmm. I'm being asked to censor my message. <laughs> Just talk about the hospital protocols. It's still happening now. Yeah. If you want to know why this became so important to me that I felt like the world needed to know the truth about the weaponizing of venom, simply uh, calling it COVID, I cannot tell you it was a very lonely existence for a year. Yeah, you had very few friends, and we've talked about this on on, <laughs> on my show. You know, you were scheduled to be at events. People were refusing to be there because you were there. I mean, it was just, God, it was not collegial at all. And least of all, it wasn't, uh, you know, the kind of science I like, which is open debate, discussion, and sharing of information, even if it's controversial, maybe especially because it is. And that was my question to you, and you answered it before I got there, but it's the Psychic Friends connect connection, I know. Uh, <laughs> you had it already. It was about that, uh, in, you know, the invitations that uh, are, are now coming every which way, but loose, even though uh, the controversy supposedly of the other C-word con- uh, conspiracy, that was a conspiracy uh, to promote remdesivir. You know, for them to say, we don't want you talking conspiracies like, dude, the remdesivir thing was a conspiracy is right and blatant in your face as it is. And now I see as time progresses here, more and more folks are coming on over, which is, you know, when you're right and you stick to it, eventually they got to come your way. Uh, I, I remember years ago, you know, as a homeopath speaking at the oldest naturopathic college in America on gastroenterology stuff. And I was the only presenter that whole day from their graduates to their students, everybody else that didn't use one allopathic drug medicine uh, in a GI recovery protocol. And these were naturopaths to say how far it's, it's drifted. So if you go all the way into the allopathic overtly, good Lord that they let you in, that says a lot about what's changing. They're coming our way and they all need to attend this event healing for the ages. And I, I have a sense that a lot more interest is there as opposed to those that are now going, you know, holding up and saying, Brian artist has cooties. We can't go. Oh, by the way, uh, because of Dr. Brian Artis, he literally smashed the remdesivir pharmaceutical industry, and they are now fast-tracking emergency use authorization for remdesivir's brother, which is the new treatment protocol for the new COVID coming out, which has over 1,300 amino polynucleosides in it that they're going to be using uh, as a treatment protocol in ICU. Yeah. So they smashed the Brian single-handedly smashed remdesivir. Now they're coming out with the remdesivir replacement for the can next I, can round. Can I say how much I love the fact that it's a doctor of chiropractic that is bringing <clears throat> allopathic medicine down to the, the level where it should be well below the you, vitalistic, you know, med, medical profession. You know how cool it is. Payback is something else, Robert. Payback <laughs> is something else, ain't it? You ain't lying. Do you know that pharmacists out of hospitals have been contacting me for six months straight to tell me that administrators in every hospital in America, they are calling medical doctors and nurses into private meetings behind closed doors. 
and physically telling them in secret, stop calling the drug remdesivir. Too many people are refusing the drug when we say the name. Mm -hmm. If they ever get diagnosed with COVID in this last year and a half, people go like this. Well, what drug are you going to give me? And if they say remdesivir, they go, nope, I don't want that. I'm not doing it. So every hospital in America is having these secret meetings. I am learning about the whole last year. They're telling the medical doctors and the nurses, you cannot call it remdesivir anymore. You have to call it by its brand name, Veclery. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so they're all calling me going, make sure the audiences know the word's gotten out, man. Everybody knows that it's run death is near as you've vomited on the whole world. And I go, oh, my God, how cool is it that the message got out when they tried to censor it? It still didn't work. It still wasn't enough. Thank God that God made sure that message got out and was able to help preserve the lives of so many around the world because this was a genocidal attempt in ICUs around America to take out the elderly. And it is still being incentivized by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services with a 20% total hospital bill payout. If you'll just give the remdesivir drug for 10 days to people 60 years old and older, that's what it says still to this day. And this new drug that Ed brought to my attention the day that they're now going to use because remdesivir is getting totally uh, dismissed and people are not consenting to the drug. I told him, I said, notice it ends with the abbreviation MAB which means it's a monoclonal antibody. And do you guys know what 90% of all snake bites are treated with worldwide as anti-venom? Monoclonal antibodies. Hey, hey can I ask something for, for Brian <laughs> right here? Man, how good it feel? How, how good does it feel to just be right about this? Not for the sake of your ego, but you know that you took so much flack mm -hmm. over it and all you and can't nobody can challenge you. Nobody can. How good does that feel? Uh, well, if you really want to know how it felt, Ely, I don't care how it felt. I want to know how good it feels now. Uh, how good does it feel? <laughs> Let me tell you what really feels good. Do you want to really know the truth? Yep. The award reward to me spiritually mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is that the lay people are going to get it. When I said earlier in this call, oh my God, it's so great to hear Dr. Ed Group say the word venoms mm -hmm. in our actual presentations. I'm like, oh my God, it's not just me. Somebody else is brave enough to say it. And if, what do you, what do you read about in the scriptures, right? Uh, if you got two witnesses, right? Two witnesses who can convey the same message, right? How much more powerful it is. Mm -hmm. As soon as Ely, I have to tell you, the most exciting moment since I started discovering and researching the venom aspect of COVID for those five months by myself, it was scary as heck, man. I was, yep. I literally was crying watching the Watch the Water documentary because I was scared. At first, I was scared about sure. my life, actually. Yeah. yeah. And then number two, I actually worried that the whole world would dismiss me. Because well, I had it bottled up for five months. They tried. And you remember what I said? Nope. I immediately am like, absolutely. I'm totally in your corner. I mean, immediately. Yeah. As soon as you said anything about it. Yep. You were. I looked at everything that I was using that worked, naturals. And I, I looked, 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 research, research. And I got back to him like, every one of these is an anti-venom. <laughs> like, every yep. single one. And one, like, and oh, one of the, great. that was the cool moment. Judy Mikevitz texted me the same hour that Watch the Water ended. 
And she said, for the rest of my life, from every stage, every radio show interview I ever do, I'm going to show the whole world how you're right. And I was like, well, thanks, Judy. I don't even know what you know I'm right about, but thank God for one person. And then I got to meet other people like Dr. Deb Biglione, Dr. Janice Schmidt, who were immediately in my corner. Jonathan Otto flew to my house to spend a week with me that night. (laughs) I'm not joking. (laughs) Wanting to interview all of it because he was so excited. But the moment that was the most... I beyond that the thing that was the most rewarding Mm -hmm. was to have someone that i knew from day one didn't believe me and didn't want to look at it i'm not joking Mm -hmm. i knew that they had this view that they didn't want to look at my claims and look at the research and wanted to immediately dismiss it i knew this from day one and then about a year later that same person is texting me and that's Mm -hmm. dr ely Mm -hmm. That dude totally didn't want to look at this stuff for like a year. I knew because Jonathan Otto told me the first time. I know he did. He's like, uh, John, uh, Dr. Ely, this guy, Dr. Ely, I keep telling him to look at your stuff and he don't want to look at it. He's just dismissing it. A year later, that guy is texting me like a couple days after being in Puerto Rico. I'm physically there and Ely is doing presentations via Zoom. And I'm sitting up on stage with like 10 medical doctors and I'm in the middle and he's up on the screen and not a joke. That week, I already knew that him and Ryan Cole were publishing this this claim that we can no longer call it a spike protein. We have to call it a spike glycoprotein. I already knew this by private messaging, but mm-hmm. when I saw him put it up on the screen for audiences worldwide at this Puerto Rico event, I'm sitting on the stage, and when he puts it up on the screen, and Dr. Henry Ely, who I'd never met, who I knew was just dismissing my stuff for a year, when I saw him <laughs> put it up there, I went just like this. I elbowed the two medical doctors next to me, and I went just like this. Hey, this this one guy is getting really close. He's getting really close. He just doesn't know it yet. And I said, I was wrong, baby. I was wrong. And I said, and I said, he's getting really close. Do y'all, you guys know what glycoproteins are? I was pointing to. I was like, do you know what glycoproteins are? Great job, Brian Cole and Dr. Henry Ely. Now nudge the other one to my left on the stage in front of the audience. Says, do you know what glycoproteins are? And they were like, no. And I said. They're every single protein in snake venoms. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, what? And I was like, he's getting really close. It was only like two days later, I get back from Puerto Rico and he texts me and he's like, uh, dude, we got to talk. And I was like, yeah, we do. Holy that, crap. Here we go. Jono hit me up that night, Brian. Jono hit me up that night after you, when you were flying back from Puerto Rico. And he was like, dude, look, dude. And he's like, I'm not getting off this phone until you look at this. And I was so pissed at him because i was like i was studying something else and i was like all right and i and then i had a bit you have to catch yourself right because it was like god is guiding me and i'm refusing the guidance right so i stopped and luckily i had this epiphany in the conversation and i was like this man jano there is no way you would be on my ass like you are on my ass right now unless this was true this is what love does i'm not listening I've got to listen. Love stays persistent. You know, love says I'm right here. I'm right here. And Mm -hmm. so me being still the knucklehead that knows every damn thing right in the world, right? No humility and everything and all that. I'm like, I'm going to prove it wrong. I'm going to put this to bed for once and all. We're done with this conversation because I'm so good. (laughs) And I start, I start reading through like, I think I read Brian. I think I read through like two or three articles and I was just like, <laughs> this dude is all over this right now and it just was so robert it was so obvious mm. that i actually got angry 
not with anybody else. I got angry with myself. Sure. I got yeah. angry with myself that I had waited that long to entertain a plausible description, especially from somebody who already had immense credibility with the remdesivir, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I was so pissed with myself. And then you and then you get over it real quick because you realize we got a mountain we got to climb yeah, and you being yeah. angry at yourself ain't going to do it. So let me call up Brian be like, yo, man, I'm sorry, homie. Um, and uh, let's get on with the business. He, of what he, we gotta do. he literally texts me. You were right. Mm-hmm. And right. I literally this is not a joke, people. I jumped up off the couch and my wife was in the kitchen and I went, oh, my God, I got one. i seriously had had not been that excited Mm -hmm. uh, probably in the whole year i was just overwhelmed and i knew there were people that had already knew me personally like dr janice schmidt deb viglione ben marble they'd already known me very personally Mm -hmm. and knew that i wouldn't just be randomly spitting out something without researching it thoroughly but for people that i had not ever met and people that i knew who were dismissing it immediately Oh my God, it felt so good to finally get somebody to humbly just go look. Like, just go look on your own. I, that's what I did. That's what Dr. I did. Henry's I had to do it on my own. Yeah. And it was just yeah. phenomenal to have somebody. And let me ask, let me just say something, Robert, real quick. I have learned more from these three people ever since this, this 100%. Venom research about how it is they're weaponizing 5G to help with what I was calling genetic engineering and biological engineering. I was educating people that, look, they're taking bacteria and yeast and manufacturing venoms with them in our bodies, in the environment. They're using this as a vector. Then, oh my God, Ed Group comes along and is like, hey doc, did you see this from the year 2000? Mm -hmm. They can expose bacteria to 5G radiation and it increases the speed at which they drop blood sugar and then proliferate way more bacteria than normal. And I was like, oh my God, this is finally the 5G aspect I could never figure out. Like I couldn't surmise how venom was being utilized with 5G radiation. Like it didn't make any sense. And then nanoparticles and graphene oxide, I never even touched Mm -hmm. it until you get to the 5G aspect. And then I learned from Ely, I'm like, oh my God, who's this Kevin McKernan guy and this plasma DNA crap I've never heard of? (gasps) Oh. That's what's in the vaccines. That's, that's what that's the spike it. protein gene of venoms are being put inside of. Oh, my God. This solves the whole mystery of COVID pandemic, how they did this in the air, water, food to make us sick, and then how they're creating the problem with the vaccines. And then Jana Schmidt, every single time, goes like this. Well, the solution's in bee pollen. Urine, bee pollen, venom, and plasmids. I think that sums it up for you right there. That's us right there. Every time it goes back to nature is the solution. And how often, you guys, is it incredible in these long text threads and research things where the same names of individuals who were a part of discovering venoms in the first place to be used as vaccines and drugs is the same individual who conceptualized the idea of putting venoms inside of plasmids originally ever, 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 ever. And then won a Nobel prize in 1986 for figuring out he can create cancers of any type with venoms in the human body through injection, topical application or oral. That's what he figured out and won a Nobel prize for it in 1986. How incredible is it that every time that there's this new nefarious evil vector to create disease and death worldwide, that the solutions are in nature, in a plant, 
or in a B product of some sort, like every single part, or it's found in the dirt in the case of supercharged C60 to finally dismantle the nanoparticles. Like, oh my God, seriously, God already did it. He already gave us the solutions. This is phenomenal. Uh, And Pfizer isn't patent owning any of it, which is phenomenal. Now there's the the electrical reality comes back again. And uh, it's ironic that they'll use any of us that would discuss about those electrical realities of life itself against us as being far out or any, any way they can denigrate us. But they're very aware of it and they're utilizing it and have for decades in preparation and against us. And the fact that we would bring up the 5G, that was the most outrageous of all the claims, apparently, even more than the venom for some people. It's like, oh, you can't. Yeah, that's the craziest thing ever. But the recognition of those realities of our fundamental existence are the ones they have to keep us away from because then the answers, of course, lie in that as well as how it relates to the natural world and all the energies it brings to the equation. And Brian, as I've seen over the course of this time as well, more doctors coming around, you know, even at the Red Pill Expo with Lee Merritt, Dr. Merritt hearing about the plasmid thing. And suddenly oh my it's God, like the it. plasmids totally woke her up for right. the first time. Yeah. And, and so as I said- And urotherapy too, by the way. That's exactly right. <laughs> And so all of these things that, you know, as you talk about uh, the fear, you know, the isolation, all of that, I remember that back in the 90s as I was researching my early years as a homeopath, a lot of the deceptions, uh, particularly that went through the whole HIV deception, that was like one of the biggest ones that you couldn't touch. It was so charged at that point, it's seemingly not as much anymore, but I was at points under my covers not wanting to come out because of what I had learned. And, you know, there are layers of this that occur. And if anybody else feels this, not, not just in this group here on, on screen, but those of you listening and watching or uh, perhaps going to attend in person or watch the stream, which I encourage everybody to do, that there are frightening realities to our existence on this planet. But we are also given the knowledge and the, the access and connection to that knowledge and wisdom even. If we, how would I say, ground ourselves spiritually And I don't mean to tell everybody what that is for each and every one of you, but it is that which brought me out from under the covers to recognize that walking in that light, walking in that truth, and even if you're the only one, as Brian has been in the early phase of this particular discussion, that eventually you hold steady because you know that connection, you know that righteousness, that eventually the world comes around to you. And it isn't, as you point out, and Dr. Ely points out, and Ed, it's not an ego thing. It's something so far beyond that, because if it was an ego thing, Brian, you would have never done that because of the trashing of your reputation and who you are. Just that's not good for the ego. (laughs) So it's beyond that. As my point, there's a spiritual essence to standing your ground, knowing what's right and staying consistent and also being open to learn the, the other layers you didn't know, as you have been with every encounter with these docs here with us today and even more. And so exciting to be with you guys. Uh, I, I can't stand it, but I am standing up. So uh, we're going to continue on for about uh, nine more minutes to give you an idea how much time we have before we have to wrap up and get everybody that's not yet ready to sign on to be part of this to get in and get on it. All right. Well, uh, let's see here. Hmm. Well, let, let's just talk about the, some of the solutions that people are going to get from coming to this conference. And this is going to be an ongoing thing as well. It's not like mm-hmm. a traditional conference where you're just going to go and then you're going to leave and you're not going to hear anything else and you're not going to have access to any of the videos or 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 any follow-up. I mean, th- that, that's that's the thing. Most people forget what they hear at the conference by six days after the conference. 
We don't want that to happen. We, you know, we're going to be posting actually all of our research on the healingfortheages.com website after the conference. So you can go do the research yourself. That's what we want people to do. We want to educate people. Like what Brian was talking about earlier is, is, is we need to become free thinkers. That's the biggest thing that they're doing is to suppress us in all ways possible and always have us looking outside of ourselves for solutions instead of being confident enough with the hope and the faith that we can conquer everything ourselves by reactivating our body's self-healing mechanism, by cleansing, by detoxifying. And so we're going to constantly be updating. Like there's, there's so much confusion with people like, Oh, do this protocol. And, and I talk to people every day. They're taking like 30, 40, 50 different supplements they're just taking stuff. They haven't cleansed their body. They don't really know why. They're just listening to doctors. Half the doctors out there are still prescribing antibiotics, by the way, and steroids for, for, the, for these conditions and synthetic drugs that aren't even addressing the root cause, and they're damaging the microbiome and damaging the, the liver and damaging everything else even more because they're not familiar with what we've been doing for the last 25 years, all of us using natural medicine and educating people how to how to heal themselves the natural way. So what we're going to be presenting is something that nobody else is out there. It's like, we're going to teach you how to naturally, 100% naturally get rid of all the mold, the yeast, the parasites in the body. That's why, that's why ivermectin was working so good and the antiparasiticals were working so good because the parasites are the main production facilities for these spike glycoproteins, which... You know, we've the guy, the the researcher in India that the the doctor artist shared with us. He identified thirty six, I think, different types of, of venoms in in COVID vaccinated patients. It's even going to get worse. There's going to be even more. But these are the how to protect yourself from the EMF internally and externally. How to protect yourself from these bioweapons. How to deactivate the nanotechnology in the system. How to repair damaged DNA in your system. Nobody's talking about that. How to deactivate the, the lipid nanoparticle technology, how to get rid of the plasmids in the system, you know, how to eliminate all the metals in your body. So you don't so you're not a big metal robot conducting agent, you know, all of these things in a very simple fourth grade education manner. It's sad that we've gone from an eighth grade education like 10 years ago now to a fourth grade education level. But we're going to be talking in, in, about piecing all this together because it's not they're using multiple vectors. So we need to use multiple vectors. And it's not like, OK, take these 20 products for the parasites, these 20 products to deactivate bioweapons, these 20 products to prevent blood clotting, these 20 products to pre, to, to, you know, prevent or to disable the venoms you know, all this, we're, we're really looking hard. You know, we might have 20 or th look, we've pulled up for the venoms alone, probably over a hundred things in nature that can work just on the venoms alone. Of course, that's what I was talking about in 2021. The truth about cancer is that the urine is the most powerful anti-venom in the world. That's actually how they make anti-venoms. They inject horses with the venom and then they collect their urine because your body produces anti-venoms. Mm -hmm. even, even seeing people that have been bitten by poisonous snakes, it's very common in India and South America that if they get bit by a poisonous snake, 
they drink their own urine and it neutralizes it. So you, your body, there's no, there's nothing more powerful than your body at creating antivenoms. There's just bar none. But well, there's Dr. lots Ed, of other things too. Dr. Ed, I, I think everybody knows what to do when they get stung by jellyfish. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I mean, you know, that's pretty obvious. All right. And, you know, even anaphylactic shock and allergies. I mean, you have the antibodies in, in there and even, you know, the strongest anti, antibiotic is, is your urine as well. But that's just one thing. I mean, we're, we're, we're the thing. The beautiful thing about this is we're addressing the root cause of all of these vectors. That, that's the thing that they're doing. People think that they're just doing one thing with mRNA. But it's 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 multiple ways mm-hmm. that they're attacking. Vectoral. It's usually multifactorial. It's multivectoral. That's the the new way they're going at it. Or maybe they've been doing it for years. So we got to wrap up. Just a, two or three minutes left. And and uh, if you haven't been enticed to join us at this event, I, heck, I might even have to show up now. You guys are ridiculous, man. Uh, there's too much going on. I don't want to miss any of it. But uh, this is happening. If you haven't figured it out. Uh, here's the uh, promo banner. It's linked up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com every day until this event happens. Use the promo code bell to get $10 off. Take control of your health and healing September 8th and 9th. I think there's a, a maybe a, an event on the 7th, like a, a dinner or something. Uh, but you guys tell me as we wrap this thing up here in a couple of minutes or less. There's a virtual free masterclass Q&A on September 7th. That's for free. You can sign up right there at the uh, homepage, okay. healingfortheages.com. But real quick, hey, uh, I want Dr. Ely to talk about how crazy it was when I submitted to him this concept of plasmids. We actually for months had thought they were using E. coli and yeast only to manufacture venom proteins. How did you feel about that paper I gave you a couple of weeks ago? Man, you, this paper, y'all, real quick, you've got to be at the conference to hear about this paper because they're able to do something that we thought was impossible and they've been able to do it since 2003. It's undeniable and Brian, you you better let that one loose at the conference. I don't want to steal that thunder. I will tell you this. It will drop your jaw and it will leave no doubt. 2003 paper and you got to be there to hear about it. Mm. Dude, they have figured out how to make your cells in a mammal. Mm-hmm. Manufacture Folks, venom. Uh, look, be, be there in person or stream this thing. Uh, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. Ed Group, Dr. Jana Smith. Dr. Brian Artis, um, just I'm humbled to be able to bring this preview to everybody. Just that alone, I feel the energy associated with it uplifted, not frightened, honestly. This is not about fear-mongering. This is about empowering with the way out, the way through, the way beyond. And uh, God bless you guys for doing it. Uh, I love you all and appreciate you so very much. And anytime we get together, man, I'm just like I said, my heart gets happy. And uh, so as we wrap up here, uh, 30 seconds or less quick last words before I got to say the magic words. I love you all. We all love you all. And you have the power to heal yourself. Can't wait to see you. I love y'all. Shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I love the love. The vitamin <laughs> yeah, lots of love. That's and, why we and, do it. That's why we and, do it. And Ed knows he brought it right up. I mean, uh, you know, our journey is a line and, and that is to acknowledge that the power to heal is ours. It's yours. It's theirs. It's mine. And uh, we're here to remind you and also provide a, a, a kind of a roadmap to get, get you back on that track. So God bless you all. The power to heal really is yours. All right, y'all, we should be heading into hour two momentarily. I don't know where Super Don went, if he's got, got a grandpa emergency. And uh, uh, that's where we'll be, be going. We've got a lot to cover, but uh, I don't know. Uh, that was pretty intense.
the stuff that was brought out. It isn't even all of it. Uh, but uh, if you would uh, like to attend um, in person, I don't know how many tickets, as I said, there are left. But seriously, they're super done. You disappeared, and we I had to come in here before hour two begins, even though I said the magic words. Grandpa Super Don was gone, running away. I don't know where you were or are. Well, what happened there? What did it stop or something? Hour one ended, yeah. What? Yeah. Figures it would glitch like that when I'm not standing here. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hey, everybody. Oh, oh, hey, how are you? Can you play the intro to hour two? I like, love you, man. Everybody there was like, I love you. I love you. It was you. awesome, the love at the end there. It was really great. Uh, the vitamin <sighs> L, they're not afraid of the vitamin L. So. That's was there just, supposed to be an attachment to that? Yeah, that was supposed okay. to be the end of our break. Uh, yeah, can't did, play video from storage. Please try again. Well, oh, yeah. Boy, this is Restream. Uh-huh. Look at that. Mm. Plan well, B? C, let's, D, um, yeah. Hold on. No, I mean, there's always a plan B. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me try this again here. Okay. Okay. And I want to play that. You seen that message at the top there? I don't. Can't I play don't video from storage. Please try it again or contact support. You guys suck, Restream. <laughs> I didn't see it. No, I, I don't Jeez see that. Louise. All right. Well, all right. So what I'm going to do now, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now for my next trick. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll play it live and hope that nothing glitches on that. So uh, we'll be back with hour two. We got some cool That's stuff to talk about. Yeah. A lot of cool stuff, y'all. Thanks for being here. Share the show. We got more to do. <laughs> Hold your breath. Okay, and now we start hour two officially. <laughs> I don't think we've ever have we ever had that many guests on at one time. That was a challenge as well, but a fun fun challenge with that crew. Uh, if you missed any of it, please go back and listen, share the show, and join us in Dallas or on the stream uh, next not this weekend, next weekend. Uh, I just want to add a little bit more detail when I open the show today before the show begin officially uh, about I talked with Frank Cousineau yesterday. As it was a stunning, I got, I got text messages. Oh my gosh. The cancer control society event seems to have canceled. Suddenly I had no inkling of this that would happen. I just didn't expect it at all. And, uh, the, the, one of the brief versions of it, you got to understand how long they've been at this 48 years this is the 48th year. And they've had people that have been with them for, if not 48 years, then 30 years, 35 years, 25, 28 years. And, and that includes the video AV team that they had uh, year after year after year. And as Frank described it, you know, he was fully, fully expecting the same crew to be ready and, and, and able to provide those services for them as they've done for so many decades. And he'd come to find out just, I don't know, a day or two ago that the main guy that runs that crew is deathly ill. I mean, so sick and he had not contacted anybody. So none of the other crew people knew anything about it. And so at the last moment, Frank is describing, he's having to reach out to the hotel, which is, you know, a Hilton Glendale, a high end, you know, hotel and conference center. Can you provide all of the things that we were going to have our crew do? And, and it ended up being, I don't know, 45, $50,000 or some, some, some that is, you know, if you, if you're a pharmaceutical company, or a pharmaceutical firm that puts on these things that you blink in the eye, you got it covered. But when you are just getting by 
on the generosity of those that would donate and or uh, the companies that would support them through exhibiting. It's just not enough. And he said we would go bankrupt immediately. And so he had on an economic whim, if you can call it a whim, just had to go, we can't do it. We're just not able to do it. And so uh, that and and I don't know about attendance and things like that, but that's that's what I heard for those that you know need some of the blanks filled in. And uh, thankfully, uh, you know, I had I had booked a hotel and um, they 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 refunded it. Thankfully, it was all paid in advance, and and so at least uh, there's that. Hopefully, no one else will encounter major uh, upset. The flights I can re I can rearrange and put the money for that flight to other flights, so it'll be okay. But uh, you know, if anybody is been hurt by that i'm sorry and frank is certainly apologetic but just reach out to uh frank cousineau and uh we'll try to make everything right uh so that you know, again frees me up to have a weekend i didn't think i would have at home uh labor day which you know over the years i haven't been home on labor day a lot because there's been events all the time on there there's also uh if i if i can remember correctly the autism one which is going to be an online streaming event this weekend as well so there are some other things you can participate in uh, in addition to maybe cookouts at home or whatever you're going to do on the, on the weekend. So uh, we'll get you some more updates on that. As I mentioned, the upcoming event that we have that I didn't have on my calendar to actually go to, I'm uh, maybe ended up in Dallas next weekend for the Dr. Artist event we just talked about in hour one. And then we still have the Biomed Expo in Las Vegas coming up after that 14th through 17th. And I hope to see you all there. Uh, it seems like everything's going well. And then there's a corresponding kind of alien encounter event. I don't know if it's an encounter event, but alien stuff. Superdon's totally interested in that. <laughs> uh, well, actually, Superdon. I still do. don't I still don't what? understand the what? origin of mm -hmm. this joke. You keep bringing this up. It's a, at what just, point was I like, I'm into UFOs? I mean, no, we've no, talked think, about UFOs. But. I think it's more the opposite because, you know, look, if I if I need a good, reliable skeptic on anything, skeptic, <laughs> skeptic on anything, I'm like, See, no, no, now, 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 now yeah. you know, this is one of those those areas where if we talk about UFOs, I'm fascinated by it. Okay. And right. so it's like maybe I'm, I don't know. I, I cherry pick my skepticism. I Maybe. Guess. I All right. Well, you're honest. I love that honesty about you. You know, that's the thing that's so awesome. <laughs> and, and, you know, but my wife likes it because she likes all of those shows like Ancient Aliens. Oh, yeah. And, I've and watched those. Like that. And, yeah. and, and and every once in a while I'll catch it and I'm like, I don't want to be interested, but darn it. They do a good job of kind it's of hard not to be you in. Right. Oh, they know. They know how to put those shows together yeah. where it hooks people in. Yeah. Right. All of that. Did you know at this time in this history? Like, but nobody knows how. Or you know, what? you know, you know, it bugs me are those it, it, it becomes irritating. Yeah. Where uh, I think it's History Channel, maybe, um, I think it's History Channel, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. But they have these shows where it's like the, the name of the show is, you know, uh, D discovering the hidden, you know, the long lost Nazi gold, and blah, 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 whatever like yeah. that. And, and you, you watch it and they're just like, and they're searching and they're looking and stuff. And then we go to a commercial break. And then when you come back from the commercial, they replay mm -hmm. like the last like minute yeah. of the previous and one. And they keep get, going and they get, keep yeah. going. They keep going. And when you get to the end of the damn thing, they didn't find anything. Mm -hmm. Instead of finding the Nazi gold, they found a bottle or something. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, I'm with you there. The, the, it reminds me so much of the Al Capone vault that uh, Geraldo did. All Geraldo. Those years. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was those shows I don't do because I know it's bait and switch. You know, they're not going to find anything. Yeah. yeah. So, no, that's not. Of I still get suckered into it every once in a while. But when you go into the historical anomalies and mysteries, that's fascinating to me. As I, I said, I love that kind of history that goes in and goes, Hey, there's some things we haven't figured out. Can't explain. Now, mm -hmm. is it all alien? I don't know. 
but it's intriguing to go, well, where's this technology? It Why did it get be. wiped out? How did it get wiped out? So anyway, I just say that that event is simultaneous to the Biomed Expo. For those that have that interest and intrigue, that, that could be fun. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but I'm looking forward to that. So uh, Super D, I know that um, you are uh, certainly reluctant to just sign on to anything new and there's nothing wrong with that we had it was it was interesting in that that whole group chat we just had <laughs> with dr henry ely how henry was dr ely was like nope not gonna believe it craziest thing ever and jonathan otto our friend john was all over him dude you gotta look you gotta look. finally he does and he starts reading this stuff and going holy you know and, and i'm just saying about this just because it sounds wild far out and crazy doesn't mean it's not potentially correct or is correct it challenges our preconceived notions or about what we or who we assign uh let's say legitimacy to right all the folks that say it's this and then somebody so a chiropractor comes up and says well no it's actually this and it's so radical that it can't possibly be true and then time after time we see more of these folks that said no way they're coming on over and it, and brian hasn't necessarily moved in that Oh, I was wrong on this. Maybe he's wrong on something. Maybe that's the thing. He's got integrity. He's willing to say it, but he's gone so deep into it that I would just encourage you all. If you're skeptical, there's nothing wrong with that. Just dig deep and or participate this coming weekend. We've got a $10 discount. Bell is the code. And, is it $10 uh, or 10%? I think it's a $10 discount. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. I, I remember okay. reading. So yeah, you all get 10 right. bucks off your uh, registration. So, and, and, and if you're, you know, bummed out because you can't make sense out of anything or everything. <laughs> I I grant you the possibility that you're confused about a lot of things. Cause we all are at some point in time. There it is healing for the ages. 10 bucks off. Yeah. 10 bucks off. Yeah. Um, and you just click on the banner. We'll have it up there until uh, the event starts next week. Um, if any of you are confused and skeptical yes. about whether something's true or not, just ask me and just believe me. Hmm. That's, that's just, just trust you know, super Don. Just, Look, yeah. He's got the face of a used car salesman. He knows you'll believe. Well, yeah, that doesn't own a razor, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that as well. Yeah. Uh, but this is an interesting article out of Forbes. And, and and I speak about confusion leading to what? Is it possibly depression? I mean, yesterday we had uh, Ollie London on. Uh, and, you know, he's talking about these things th that are happening that are just as bizarre and horrible to have to discuss about what they're doing, targeting children. Uh, with uh, uh, confusion, like it's not confusing enough, Super Don, to be a kid. I remember being a kid and being confused about stuff. Oh, dude, yeah. Some Plenty of us of were, some of us were confused even beyond that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not necessarily talking about you know I don't I didn't have any gender identity confusion. I don't think Super right. Don did either. But the point is, it's just in general to grow up and figure out who you are. Identity is an issue. And a lot of times peer pressure is something that plays a huge role in that. And if you're seeing these, uh, let's say, doctors, and scientists and, and teachers and administrators all pushing this, you're not who you think you are or you, you're right not thinking that you are a boy when you're a girl. I mean, that just wasn't part of it. It would be like, all right, why do you feel that way? Uh, you know, that it would be a genuine talk. Let's talk about this. You might, if you're a homeopath like me or a naturopath, you might also say, okay, what is your diet? What are you exposed to? What kind of things might be impacting uh, endocrine uh, function and production, et cetera? I mean, these are rational questions to ask. What is not rational, I believe, Super Don, correct me if I'm wrong, what you think is different, is just immediately go, you're right about those strange feelings you're having about, you know, your body. You, you really aren't a boy. I mean, that's just, that's messed up. Is it, is it, am I 
Am I mean and nasty for saying that? No, because that's how you that's how you understand, that's how you feel, that's that's the way you see things. And mm-hmm. and it's I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but other people you know what's funny is in a lot of the uh debates that I've seen online recently, mm-hmm. uh it, it comes down to age. It's like if you get on Twitter and you try and argue with somebody about how stuff makes sense or doesn't make sense like that, they automatically call you a boomer if you uh, if you think that uh, there's you know boys, they don't call boys us or an, girls an or girls. No, you're a boomer. You know, mm-hmm. okay, boomer. That's what happens when you, you know, try and explain this to an old person because you're just not not as smart as us, right? You don't under you just don't understand. Uh, you and, don't get and, it because you're old. But if they call us a boomer, can we call them a moron? I mean, that's, I mean, I'm not a boomer. You're not a boomer. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I mean, that's, yeah. that, that's what it, it's come down to. Just mm-hmm. recently I was reading about that. Yeah. And, and they were just like, oh, that's what happens when you try and explain, you know, gender fluidity to a boomer. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay. You know, yeah. I mean, that's just, that's, that's how they end the conversation because you, they can't go beyond that. You right. Know? Now, did you have to seek out? And you, you, you don't have to say anything. I don't recall about this, but the, here's the, the story is about 16-year-olds in England, 23% of them, uh, girls in particular, uh, are seeking out mental health services. Now, they have the National Health uh, Service, NHS, a socialized yeah. system there. Uh, so it's not going to be out of pocket, I don't believe, for a 16-year-old. I, I don't know what the wait time is. But anyway, they're, they're seeking help. And the question is, just like with our uh, government in England, it's pretty much owned and controlled by the pharmaceutical company. The question is, are all of these folks being put on SSRI drugs or other things, anti-anxiety? I don't know the answer to that. And I don't know that this, we get a detail on this, but when, when, when somebody is in trouble, you know, emotionally and mentally, there's nothing wrong. In fact, everything right about seeking help. The question is, what are the agendas of those who are doing the help? Are they conflicted with interests, right? Medical, pharmaceutical, monetary interest. And that's what concerns me about responding to young people in need. Uh, sees a greater proportion of 16-year-old boys were also in contact with publicly funded mental health services uh, more than so, more so than four years earlier. So they say a lot of it has to do with uh, what happened in COVID, which we understand, you know, masking and hiding and, and fearing and all of that. Uh, on top of uh, the lack of social contact. And then what other things could be playing a role here? How about the injections themselves, Super D? We've seen so many strange anomalies. It's, it can be depressing to have all of these ailments and illnesses, just fatigue, long COVID they call it, is, is enough to create depression, if you will. A young person with low energy can be depressed. And so if they go for help, it's more than just talk therapy, which I wish that was... Th- the majority of mental health support is let's right. talk about it. Unburden yourself. And I'm not going to judge you that that really is a cathartic experience. Um, medication for me, if it's ever, it's a last, 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 unfortunately it's way up high in the first, second or third resorts for many of these counselors tied into this system. Right. Uh, and just what's unusual again, from our growing up super D as gen Xers, you know, we had we had our challenges too, but we all we look back fondly with, oh my gosh, compared to what kids have to go through today, we had the most joyous childhood experiences. And I'm not saying that we didn't also have challenges, but do you remember either you or others seeking out mental health services as a kid? Very often, did you hear about people that did that? 
I mean, it happened. There's, you know, there's been psychiatry and psychology and, and counseling, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So it was there. Um, but like 23% of all. But no, know, not no, like, I mean, no, 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 yeah. no, no. It's clearly obvious if you look at the data that, that something has happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something, something yeah, along something. the way here, especially in more recent times. Um, where Doubling you have tripling this, stuff. yeah, you have this yeah. stuff with this de- depression and anxiety, and and you know, then you even you know boil over into gender dysphoria. Mm-hmm. Look at the autism rates that have gone up. Yeah, you oh, know, what? I mean, there's there's a lot that you can point fingers at. Everybody has their own theories on that whole thing, mm-hmm. but something, uh, something has changed. Something has gone wrong here somewhere. Super D, my wife just pointed out right before we started the second hour of the show, like we were on that little mini break, that uh, there was an article from the medical scientific intelligentsia acknowledging that it turns out autism may not be genetic, right? Big surprise for us. And and they focused on heavily on damage to the microbiome. Mm. And she's like, you guys got to get Andy Wakefield back on because Andy was right all those years ago, even though he didn't say the shots caused it. He's like, Hey, there's a disruption to the microbiome. And listen, yeah. all right. As a, over the last 10 years mm-hmm. or so, I'm just kind of guessing. Yeah. Uh, there has been so much science that has come out about the microbiome mm-hmm. so much where they showed that it's, it's basically, it's tied to literally everything, mm-hmm. every, every uh, you know, uh, medical condition or something like that. They can trace it back to things happening in the microbiome, in the gut. Um, I know that, you know, I remember when you and I started working together back mm-hmm. in the mid-2000s. Yeah. And you were you were really talking a lot about the gut and how important the gut was and healing the gut. And, you know, the gut is, is you know, leads to this and it leads to that. So like that. But science wasn't there. It was just you. <laughs> you know, you, you were the one talking about it. Yeah. Well, as I said, we haven't had often to apologize for being wrong and I'm not above that at all. I mean, yeah. I, I would rather go, you know what? I, I leapt too soon and I made a mistake and now I understand this is different. I think we're not above and beyond that. There's no question because, you know, you, you know, I don't think you survive. Maybe there are exceptions to that rule, Super D, but in broadcast media like this, 24 years, uh, if you were deceiving people or let's say wallpapering over the things you got wrong or pretending that it never happened, I don't know how people can live with themselves doing that personally, but um, that's just right. not my way. It's not our way. Yep. Um, so I, I'm just concerned, of course, about these young folks as we're yeah. old people now, right? Well, and this focuses um, on uh, on England, but yeah. there was also an article uh, that I noticed this morning, coincidentally, mm-hmm. talking about what's going on here in the U.S. as well. Yes, this is a Time Magazine CIA cover story, I think, but it says <laughs> America has reached... Well, I, I joke about that, but Bobby Kennedy talks about that, too, that the CIA has invested more in media than anybody else and than advertisers even. But America has reached peak therapy. Why is our mental health uh, getting worse? And uh, the question is, as a guy sitting on top of America, I don't know in this image, how does this make you feel? Now, that's kind of a joke about a lot of therapists or therapies that they will ask you, well, how does that make you feel? You know, and you, you've seen movies about that. I don't know if it, if that's supposed to be the script that you say, but how do you? How does that make it's like that commercial with uh, uh, what was his name? The guy that played the drill sergeant, Jay Lee Ermey. Um, oh, right. You know, and he's 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 the uh, he's like a therapist. Yeah. And the guy's <laughs> like, you know, the color yellow makes me sad. 
And he goes, you know what makes me sad? You do. Uh, anyway, it's a great commercial. Aspirin, you jack wagon. Yeah, right? jack wagon. Yeah. I love that commercial. But yeah. in this particular article, it, it mirrors what it was that you were you were talking about that's going on in England. Mm-hmm. Here it says here in the United States, uh, the latest federal estimates, about one in eight U.S. adults now takes an antidepressant. Wow. One in five has recently received some kind of mental health care. An increase of almost 15 million people in treatment since 2002. Um. All right. What's, think of, how <laughs> many, what? How many times? Uh, epidemics. You, seen, you know, we talk about epidemics and stuff and everything like that on this show. Yeah. Uh, you know, being being put out there by the seat. Oh, this epidemic, that epidemic, stuff like yeah. that. Man, there's epidemics underneath our nose that yeah. are far worse. Far well, worse. And they're chronic debilitating uh, ailments and illnesses, not always pointed to as a physiological issue, even though. Uh, I recognize as many of you do too, that even if you have a mental and emotional issue, that it's not just a mental and emotional issue. It's also physical. And and how does that play out? Could it have started there or could it have made something that existed there worse? And this comes, you know, I bring this back to the body, mind, spirit discussion, CBD, why it's so important. If you guys haven't considered, you gals haven't considered taking coursework also at Trinity school of natural health trinityschool.org to get the body, mind, spirit back into our healing arts and sciences. And so that means if you are a doctor already or a PhD or MD or anything or nurse to go in and expand on what you learned about the physical sciences and expand into the mind and the spirit, the emotions as well, and all of the tools that we have in natural medicine, natural healing, Bach flower, homeopathy, herbs, even just basic diet exercise, the things that they'll pay lip service to. We know you need to eat a better diet, but they'll never define it. And if I say, well, it should be of organic quality, they'll call me orthorexic, right? You, you know, now you have a mental disorder because you've said you don't want pesticides entering your body if you can avoid it. Right. How is that, again, coming back to Dick Gregory, the comedian, how is it that you can you know, write off somebody who's an alcoholic and you'll call him an alcohol nut and then he changes from cigarettes and alcohol to health food and you call him a health nut? What does that say about our culture and the domination it has, the medical, allopathic, pharmaceutical view of it? If you actually believe in doing what we call healthy things, you're considered an outlier. Now, maybe less so than before. There's more people want that kind of diet and lifestyle or as, as evidenced by what? The growth of just organic food become that multi-billion dollar place where it's in every, every supermarket even those that you think are well that's that's not a supermarket that you think people are going to get in the health food set there's still there's still some organic stuff there that wasn't the, the way when i started eating organic in 1990 you had to go to health food stores and if you if you went to a major uh depart well, i say if you went to a major supermarket at the time if there were any organic it was usually limpy wimpy lettuce that was decaying because nobody was buying it. <laughs> you know it was it was not where you could go it's become so convenient you're going to costco and walmart and everything like that now it's not the same as growing it yourself that's why i continue to encourage that for everybody but the the depression issue it's multi i said vectoral last hour about something but factorial that it's not just one thing but it's a little bit of everything some things more than others so we have to individualize so-called treatment or response but if we talk about something we've all gone through and certain generations have been hammered or hampered worse by it, going through as a child or an adolescent, masking up, staying home from school, not interacting with your peers, not getting out and, and having, you know, athletic and other fun events, 
that would impact a generation differently than we've ever been impacted super D because we didn't have a precedent for that in our, you know, whatever ailed us, you know, whatever the things that we went through, it wasn't that. I mean, we could feel isolated at times because we weren't in certain groups, you know, Oh, I'm not in that group. And you might take that personally, or you might go, Hey, I don't care about that group. I got in my own group. Right. I tended to float between a number of groups. I don't think I was the, the, the rock star of any group, but uh, I could float in and out of places, interestingly enough. So I had, you know, different things, but I also felt like in many ways I didn't fit in as many of you probably have felt. Maybe you still feel that, that you're like, there's something more going on here. I don't know what it is. I'm, 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 I'm with a bunch of kids that may not look at life at all the way I do. I sense there's something more or something. I'm not going to say greater in a good, bad way. Cause I, I don't mean to denigrate anybody's path in life. But in, in terms of those who seek consciousness, seek to become more aware of what is this world about? Why am I here? Do I have a mission or purpose as opposed to I'm just, you know, like some of my friends from high school are still drinking every weekend. Some of them are no longer alive. I've talked about that, that their livers didn't survive ongoing uh, consumption and other things. So um, this is a this is a planet that's rife with confusion. Come back to that word, another C word, confusion. That could lead us down uh, a road of uh, depression, or it could maybe cause us to seek some kind of answer or answers of a more spiritual nature. Now, what is it that satiates your spiritual questions? You know, we explore that a little bit on our Sunday show, for the most part, with some exceptions there. But the idea is for me to share what is what is firing up, what is lighting up people what's making their hearts sing and their heart happy maybe there's something in that that you see and go yeah let me I'll, let me learn more about that or you might go well that doesn't resonate with me and, and that's okay too uh, but in this case what is the solution or what is the answer and it's hard to ask that question knowing that there isn't one the unless we were to argue hey it's all spiritual and once you get your spiritual house in order everything else starts lining up and i have a caveat about that because let's just say you find god in a situation where you are wrecked and ravaged with pain and debilitation, it may indeed impact you for, I would say definitely positively, but you're still racked with cancer. And so it may also instigate you to do what, as I did change the physical as well to decide. I think I'm worth the, what I perceive to be the added expense and, and, and energy and effort to only put the best things into my body. You know, as if that is now from the medical uh, pharmaceutical construct, they'll say that's a disease in itself, right? Uh, orthorexia. Uh, you must be, you know, it's, if it's a joke, you're a health nut. If it's more serious, they'll try and diagnose you with orthorexia and then uh, Baker Act you in Florida. I mean, an extreme case. Like they will Now, I recognize there are also extreme cases of uh, germophobia, the Howard Hughes of the world that are so frightened of germs that they, you know, there are people like that as well. Would we say that's also an, a mental, emotional disorder of some kind? I mean, they're living in fear of the invisible. And part of my discovery, as I said, my journey back to health was praying to God for answers to what ailed me because the doctors, the experts didn't have the answers and they acknowledged they didn't know why I was sick and not getting an immediate lightning bolt or miracle cure, but to be more grounded in I would say spiritual knowledge, spiritual awareness, spiritual consciousness. You, everybody defines it in their own way. And then in that way, it opened me up 
to receive the gifts of healing, the knowledge of healing, the methods, the protocols of healing that I would not have been open to had I not been, I would say, deprogrammed so that I can reprogram in a different direction, one of empowerment instead of disempowerment, one of a, a you know, a champion of, of health and healing as opposed to a victim of, I don't know why this has happened to me. Or, and, and I bring this up in the larger context of, of young people that are depressed or anxious or, you know, seeking just like we've all done growing up from childhood through adolescence to adulthood, but even more so now because of the extreme trauma that's occurred, particularly in the West. Now, I brought up with Ali London again yesterday about the gender dysphoria issues and the demands for you must uh, un, uh, make my pronouns just right or else. And is that really the most important thing in the world? Honestly, if you you know sincerely feel, hey, I feel like this pronoun is appropriate and somebody doesn't, is that going to send you into a, a, a depression spiral that you can't recover from? Well, if you have so much time and energy and money and comfort and a roof over your head and food coming in without any effort, you, you probably can indulge in some what I would call some silly, petty things that aren't really important in the big scheme of things. But they feel important to you because you've got it so easy. You've got it so good that now all you're worried about is that people pronounce your pronouns properly. But if you're hungry, if you can't make rent, if you're living out in the streets or, or in the jungle and you're looking for food every day just to get through the day, I think the last thing on your mind is a pronoun and how it relates to you. And that's why is, you know, I think it was that what is a woman uh, movie that kind of asked those questions uh, in, in the dirt, uh, tribal cultures. And they just laughed. They say, I don't know. That just has no meaning here. Why would it have meaning? I have talked about the appreciation I have for divine spirit in my life, how important it is to me because of what it brought me in terms of healing. And, and even last hour when we ended the hour talking about the vitamin L, the love, if I am to assess success in life, many people in the West, we are a culture that is, you know, looking at everything economically. And yes, economics play a part and a role in life. I'm not denying that. But if we measure success based on what's in your bank account or whatever it is, it's kind of a shallow, hollow, actual reality when you realize all the money in the world doesn't make you happy, it certainly makes certain things more convenient. But my litmus or measuring stick is love. How much love do I have in my life? How do I do that? Is there a lot of people that I love that love me? And you know, that, that says more to me and is more fulfilling to me. And yeah, all the other stuff, I'm not just uh, denying those realities of life itself as well. But uh, you know, I bring this up and to say, what do these young people find important? Have they been brought up in a materialistic culture and their material needs uh, outside of the food that they still have? But I mean, other things that they think are essential to life, the latest Apple watch or whatever it is. I mean, these are, these are discussions we've had in our culture for a long time. I realized, but what is it that's bringing on this massive depression? That's so significant, not only among young people, but adults, could it be that we're off the mark We're we're valuing the things that don't have actual value. And then we're depressed because we thought that would make us happy. Or if we don't get the thing we want and we're not happy, we think only if we would get that, then we would be happy again. And I, I guess I'm, I'm looking at this, you know, these generations, Gen, Gen Y and Z, and not all of them are upset. Not all of them are depressed. Now, you know, I mean, there's a, a wide variety of experiences in those generations as well, but you see a significant portion like unprecedented, doubling, tripling the rates of depression and things. You got to say, hey, 
we've really gone wrong as a culture or cultures. And I'm talking about UK as well as America, United States, Canada, et cetera, uh, a Western mindset that values a lot of reductionism, a lot of materialism. And we've lost sight of that essence of life itself, the spiritual side of life, which is not a side, it's the essence of all of life. And from that, dude, expanding out, what does that mean in terms of what you decide to do in life? What fulfills you? What either quote unquote makes you happy or what engages the happiness that is your normal and natural state? What do I mean by that? I believe that soul is a happy being. I mean, why wouldn't you be happy? God created you. God is love and however you perceive that. Now, I realize not everybody agrees with that statement, but I will just share with you my experience in that. And, it's, and, and I've talked about this in terms of fear. When fear creeps in, it tells me I'm off the mark. I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm afraid. Why am I afraid? Oh, yeah, I, I forgot. God's got this, right? And that's not an abandonment of responsibility either. That's a, you know, that's a tough one when you say, well, everything God's got, you do nothing. No, or was the saying, trust in God, tie up your camel or your horse. You, you, that which you have genuine control over, engage in that. That which you don't, then you turn it over in that way, right? For me, when it comes to food, I haven't, thank God, been in a, a position of I can't get any food for a long period of time, there have been times over the, the 30 years since I you know, switched over to eating cleanly, organically, that I haven't had access to that food. And I've elected in, in vast majority of those circumstances to go, you know what? I can fast through this, no problem. And I'm better for it because fasting has a profound benefit to the body in terms of cellular autophagy, detox, et cetera, and then come back around. Now, you know, you can lengthen that fast out and people have lived a long time. People have purposely fasted a lot longer than me doing one 24 hour period once a week. You know, I'm not, I don't say it when I share my stories of doing that every week to brag, to show I'm better than you. That's not at all my intent in doing so because there are people that will go 24 hours. I do 72 hours once a month or whatever, or I do a month every year. I mean, there are people that do that and they're like, okay, now I'm not saying it's right for everybody to do that, but I will acknowledge that, you know, that journey to what our spiritual essence leads us to a lot of different experiences, opportunities, choices, some of which we look back and we might say, I regret that. But then again, in your current state of consciousness, do you regret it? Or do you say, wow, well, I needed that then. I don't need that now. I would not make the same choice today with what I know now, but that's where I was. And I'm better off for it. Ultimately, I'm grateful for the things I didn't know and the suffering it led to so that I would be motivated to find my way out of it. How many of these young people have identified a purpose to their life that looks at these challenges, these problems in a way that is like, all right, what am I missing here? Uh, how do I figure that? How do I figure this out? As opposed to, whoa, whoa, is me? I'm a victim. And believe me, I felt that too growing up, partly because of the, you know, well, big time because of the ailments and illnesses that certainly weren't as debilitating as some. I mean, I, I remember a, a high school friend, a, a girl who had cancer and died while we were still in high school. It wasn't like that, although I saw the future of cancer in my lifetime because of my illnesses from zero to whatever age I was at that point, as I learned more and more about it. And my grandparents, aunts, uncles, various family members, as they got older, many of them had developed cancer. And I look back and now realize they died not from cancer, but the treatment. So all of that is part of the learning, the journey. And we have the opportunity to learn from others' journeys as well. But we also have the freedom, the agency, 
given to us by that which created us all to say, you know what, that was their experience. I'm going to do it. It's going to be different for me. And then you find out it isn't. So you don't have to learn from everybody or anybody. You can decide I'm stubborn. I'm going to go down that road myself. I got to prove it to myself. But there are others that will say, hey, you don't need to do that because if you do that, this, this, and this will happen. But you're like, I don't care. I don't want to hear it. Get on my face. Don't you dare tell me what to eat. <laughs> don't tell me I shouldn't get Botox in my face. I'm just saying, I still love you, but you don't want that blank stare later on when your kids grow up and go, what happened to, what happened to mom? Is that a smile? Doesn't Her face doesn't move. I just don't think that's a good long-term strategy. <laughs> Again, it's very materialistic in terms of, yeah, we all want to look good, but who do we, how do we define what looks good? Do any of you appreciate that you've wrinkled a bit? And you're like, well, it's just, you know, badges of honor. This is, I've been on this planet. That's okay too. Uh, man, do have I gone far afield from today's stories or what, dude? I, I, I didn't know how, how I got on that today. It was all the love in the first hour. Got me philosophicalizing. <laughs> dude, I was just, yeah, I was just sitting back, man. You're on a roll. Well, you know, the concern for these people that are depressed, the young people. Yeah, no, I, I get it, you know. I, I do. I want to look I get past it. the drugging of them, you know. I get it. That's yeah. something we've been talking about for years, and uh, it's only, I hate to say it, but it's only gotten worse. Yeah. You know, I mean, not and not just because there's more people that are seeking out the treatment, but there's been no, um, that I've noticed anyway, there's been no limit that's been put on the drugs that are being prescribed. They're just, yeah. here you go, here you go, here you go. Especially with the, the, the new thing that's mm -hmm. out there now. As a result of the pandemic, mm -hmm. telehealth became something. Yeah. That is like, it's just everywhere. And there are, there are telehealth services that are being advertised mm -hmm. where you literally can now register. Mm -hmm. You can fill out a questionnaire. There is an MD, a person that is legally uh, authorized to write prescriptions that will look at the questionnaire that you've sent in, not see you, not talk to you, uh, nothing. Just read your read your answers on your questionnaire, and then determine. Yep, okay, yep. Uh, it looks like you need Prozac, mm. and they will they will they will literally transmit the prescription to your pharmacy, <laughs> and then you and of course you pay them. You know you pay them whatever fifty yeah. bucks or something like that right. to be a part of the service. And you don't have to see a doctor. You don't have to see a psychiatrist. You don't have to see anybody. You just you just answer the questions on the website, and if you answer all the questions the right way, mm -hmm. you get you get the prescription. Now they won't do this with controlled substances, right? But they will do this for medication. I mean, just whatever. You know, you yeah. have a blood pressure medication. You know, I mean, it just it doesn't matter. As long as you answer all the questions right, right, you get the drug, then, and, and yeah. they have the, the you know the legal disclaimers and stuff mm -hmm. like that. If you have not answered everything correctly, uh, then you know we are not liable for any misuse of your medication or anything that comes of you. Hmm. So it's yeah, I mean yeah. these drugs are just being pumped out there. But oh, yeah. a culture that you know has devolved into a drug every symptom, including emotional symptoms, is far from you know, let's say holistically inclined as much as there's been growth, for instance, in the interest in organic, when it comes to the dominance, if you will, the diminishing dominance of a mainstream media narrative, 
there's still a snot load of people, particularly in that story, initial story was out of England, where they do have socialized medicine. And I don't think that any of these kids going in, the 16-year-old girls going in, are getting homeopathic sepia, right? They're, they're not being prescribed herbal medicine. They're not being told to, let's let, hey, let's check your heavy metal burden and see if that's playing a role, you know? And, and that's where our cultures and society, can I say this directly, have gone horribly awry or wrong in that we don't look holistically in the official government response and or sanctioned medicines as opposed to what we'd call more primitive cultures, which are not primitive in a negative sense in that regard. They, they have a, a more holistic outlook, a viewpoint on life itself. And you, you go out in the natural world and you learn from nature. The hard way, the stuff you think is important ain't, and that which you didn't have a care in the world for is, because it was all, all your needs were being met, and you didn't have to engage in any of that. So for me, the joy of gardening, again, Super D, being out in the garden, may be a microbiome thing too, as they've talked about it, but it's it's a little bit everything. The natural world, getting connected to the natural world. How many people, like you say, Super D, when you get out to the ocean, there's just something that happens to you. Something that just, there's yep. an energy about it. And, and for others, it's the mountains or whatever it is, riding a horse, if that is, whatever, walking your dog, whatever, petting your cat. But that's what I'm talking about, coming back to that. Petting your cat? Important. Oh. Not petting your cat? The purring of a cat is also therapeutic. Yes. I know you're not a cat person, but it's okay. Dude, I've had, I've had, I love You've cats. I have no problem yeah. with cats. Yeah. So I wouldn't put that on the same level as being in the mountains or going to the ocean, though. I mean, I'm just just trying to hit every level for people. Sometimes it's something very simple, Super D. It's not a grandiose trip. So I want to acknowledge (laughs) that, too. Now, I've been talking a lot about organic since I opened up the microphone in 1999. Uh, Super Don found uh, an article at EHN.org, Environmental Health News, and it's linked up in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com. It says organic diets reduce glyphosate exposure for pregnant people. But only I guess, for pregnant people. Yeah, I guess we're screwed. I know. It's like, dude, that's not right. We can't get pregnant despite what some lefties say. Does that mean it's not helpful to us going organic? I, I, I just think the headline's kind of silly because if it, if, if it reduces uh, glyphosate exposure for pregnant people, wouldn't it reduce glyphosate exposure for people who aren't pregnant or can't get pregnant too? Maybe I'm nitpicking. Well, the it's the way the, these, what happened here was somebody did a study on pregnant people. Okay. So that's mm-hmm. how they crafted the title mm-hmm. to reflect the study that was done, but not saying that it is exclusively only to, that's just the results of that study. Gotcha. All right. So it's a moment. Is this the one you said there was a moment? of doubt? Oh, you know what? I forgot to load that up. Dude, is, it was, this, was this the story? Or was it story? I don't think I have it. Let me see. Do okay. Here? Let's see. Uh, but my question was, is this the story you said? Finally, it could qualify i could see this qualifying as a moment of duh okay. yeah it's not on here but, uh, uh, the uh, other one was the, the the ceiling fan story maybe yes that is correct okay. but I, that I, was I, the one. I really wanted to play that super don now i'm going to be depressed <laughs> oh no I couldn't find it i don't know it's not that far away is it did here's you ever get that pro, one, one hard disk repaired i haven't taken it in yet i've got it just sitting right here okay it's an external drive you know one of those ones but gotcha well dude if you need to take it in, which I don't want to lose any of that stuff, please repair it and send yeah, me the bill. You know, we got it. I'm going to yeah. cover that because we got patrons now that help us out so we can do that. I don't want you to stop if we need to do that. We need to do that. Uh, there's too much valuable that we don't want to lose thanks to YouTube doing its thing on us. 
So organic diets reduce glyphosate exposure for pregnant people, but it's true for all people. And I would say this as a reminder, NRDMG, the lozenges, this is part of our daily regimen in the Robert Scott Bell family uh, because uh, we are encountering glyphosate all of the time inadvertently or if you're not caring about the quality of food that goes into you, whether it be grains or legumes, uh, beans, um, you know, chickpeas even. I mean, all these things are desiccated in glyphosate and they're punching holes in your gut. They're displacing uh, the glycine. And so the inner DMG has become a daily uh, countering to that. There's also the liquid of the DMG that they have. And a number of the products that Nutritional Frontiers has also includes the DMG. This is something, again, I learned from Dr. Judy Mikovits. And I would encourage you to use the, the discount code RSB15. I think there's a couple more days of the August sales. And one of the August sales that's still going on, I believe, is the super creatine, which I keep telling you all about. It's like, dude, uh, even after I fast, like where I'm going baseline is pound for pound where I wanted to be just trying to get there. Now, like when I'm not eating and fasting, it's going down. It's still above where I was targeting to be because the muscle development has now become so efficient. I'm just so thrilled with that. Uh, so thank you for that. Also, uh, we have a, a comment of the day. I don't know if you added this into the mix, Super Don. I think I put it in our message system back and forth. I just want to relate this because this relates to the folium products again, the super antioxidant. I call it the Chernobyl-level antioxidant. And this is true encountering any of these toxic pesticides as well, ongoing otherwise heavy metals and even ionizing radiation substances. Um, uh, we had uh, Tracy write in. I think it was last week, and I and I, I think we play, talked it about it twice. It was so impressive. And she wrote in again, and uh, this is from Tracy. She says, hello, this is Tracy with an update from last week since RSB and Super D were kind enough to mention my review not once but twice. Thank you. It was talking about the folium products. She says, folium has been the answer to my prayers. About 10 years ago, I was given a fluoroquinolone antibiotic. That's like Cipro. Uh, for pneumonia, which was followed by more antibiotics for C. diff. And she says, while I believe, oh, you have it there. Thank you. While I believe the antibiotics were life-saving and necessary, I've never fully regained my energy from before I was ill. I've embraced the everything hurts and I'm dying and pushed through the constant muscle pain. Despite being in the medical profession, I had no idea how badly antibiotics can damage the body. This weekend, I was able to ride my horse without stopping to catch my breath, jump up and down off of a two-foot retaining wall, working in my flower gardens and having energy to spare. What is my next step? I'm taking one folium PX and one immunocapsule three times a day. Do I add the folium relax? Do I increase the amount I'm taking or stay where I'm at since I'm seeing an improvement? I've also been doing Cardio Miracle and Sovereign Copper and Silver. Thank you so very much, Tracy. Well, Tracy, God bless you. And thank you for sharing that with me and Super D and allowing me to share that with the world because these are the stories that people hear and go, oh, it's not just a slogan. They're not just talking out of there. You know what? This is really doing it. Look, if it was just my mom and what happened to her on the folium, that would be enough. But I mean, everybody else is getting on is going, dude, this is amazing. This is amazing. I would say stay the course. Tracy, if you haven't done the immuno, or you've done the immuno and the original, if you haven't done the folium relax, add that next month and see how it goes. But for the most part, those are the three baseline as of today, as of what we have. If you want to go up, you can, but if you're seeing that steady improvement, th stick with it, stay the course, keep it up, keep it up and keep letting us know how you're doing to counteract all of the, the nasties out there. And 
you know, this, this other article here is about the uh, wireless radiation, which is technically not ionizing. They call it non-ionizing radiation. It's not like, uh, uh, you know, plutonium, right? But it's having a negative impact on our bodies and the limits for exposure are decades out of date, according to many that are studying this now. Back in the 70s and 80s, they, they started setting this up. We're in the what? The two, 2020s now. I think it's time for an update 40, 50 years later. So if you're exposed to these things, which we all are, what can you do to reduce your exposure? We still got to work on that. Uh, we're still working on finding a replacement for the key technology, even though that works. It's just the stuff behind the scenes on the business practices. I'm not real thrilled about. I've just you know been open about that. But if you have it and you're using it, I'm still using it. Um, but you've got to counteract this. And we even talked last hour about these fifth generation wireless technologies experimenting upon uh, certain microbes, even poisons and venoms in the body, how they're activating and opening pathways based on what they got in you, whether it be via injection or just because you didn't know better and you eat the, the heavy metal containing foods or are exposed from airborne inadvertently. We've got to counteract that. And again, the Foley and PX plays a, a huge role in counteracting a lot of these toxicological exposures. Uh, we do have a question of the day, Super Don. I don't know. Did we start on time? We start late. Do I go a few more minutes and hit those QOTDs or at least one of them? I see one in here from Joan. Uh, yeah, this is the carryover from yesterday. Okay, yeah. So this, uh, she says, enjoyed your show with Tracy Straub so much. That was the Sunday Conversations. Would love to hear more from her. Like to hear more from her. Uh, I have another question for you. I had oral surgery, removing root canal, and a surgeon had to scrape the bone, et cetera, to get rid of the infection. He also used ozone water. I also had to have a piece of old wisdom tooth removed that had been in there probably 50 years. So I had two sites. I did not want to take pain meds, so I purchased the Arnicare. That's an Arnica uh, uh, product. I started taking it and added curcumin 95, and it seemed to help. She says, I still have a slight ache. Anything else for pain? My main question is this. May I use silver and water as a mouthwash to keep down germs, infection, et cetera? Yes, absolutely. We rinse, we spray every day. It's not going to destroy the health of the microbiome. If so, how much, how often? I, I do it once or twice a day, swish and swirl. There are people that have put it in their water picks to drive it below the gum line as well. And uh, it's it's fairly simple and straightforward. And it's become a daily part of my oral health care, so to speak. Uh, Joan did a follow-up. We just got this morning before we went to air. And it's not in the show notes. But she says this, pain is much better. On page 101 of Unlock the Power to Heal, you mentioned fish oil. I added that. Not sure if it's helped or it has just taken time. Yeah, well, fish oil omega-3s, of course, can help uh, mitigate and manage pain and inflammation along with CBD. So that's a food that we definitely need more of for most of us. She said, you mentioned MSG being in Chick-fil-A food. Do you know if silk coconut milk has MSG? I need a healthy form of liquid, but not almond for smoothies. I don't think that the... No, I, I don't can't think imagine. They put MSG in that. I, no. I just want to make sure that you're getting the organic coconut milk. Um, and I'm not sure, maybe Silk has two varieties. I'm not familiar, but yeah. just look at the ingredient list. I'm not aware of that having MSG, but I don't, the last time I read a label of Silk uh, coconut milk, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, also, and, and Super Don can look at that up and we can hit it in the uh, bonus round in a moment. Tracy also mentioned the importance of chelated minerals. Are the whole food minerals chelated? Thank you, Robert, as always, Joan. 
Well, Joan, there are uh, what we call synthetic chelates that man creates in a process that's often patented that arguably has better absorbability than eating a rock, which is good. <laughs> it's the, the right direction. <laughs> but uh, it's man trying to mimic nature. And in nature, these minerals are chelated or bound in a certain way to deliver them into the system, usually through food matrices. So I defer more often than not to 100% whole food forms of these things, but I do not dispute the fact that there are chelates that can work, that can get in and have metabolic measurable benefit. Whether you do muscle testing on it, intuitive testing, whatever, or go seek somebody's out and they say, try it and it helps you or not. But I'll always say, ultimately, I'd like to, to, to you know, have it as food. That's why the Cardio Miracle is so great. It's coming in as a food and the things we get from choosetobehealthy.com as well, uh, food. Uh, and you can use RSB5 uh, to get a little discount at choosetobehealthy.com. No MSG in silk coconut milk. Okay, good. Even the flavored. Even the flavored one. Okay. So, uh, again, I I would defer going organic if you can, and uh, the cleanest, most direct way to get that in. But I I like coconut milk too. I'm a coconut milk. It's good for smoothies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So, with that, let's take a pause and come back with the bonus round. I think we've got some more to address, Uh, maybe some follow ups if you have it. Super Don, if we can check what's going on in the chat rooms, even in Rumble. Yep. Uh, and see if there are any comments or questions we need to address there as well. So thank you all for being here. Thank you to Dr. Brian Artis. Thank you for Dr. Henry Ely. Thank you to Dr. Ed Group. Thank you to Jan- Dr. Janice Schmidt. Did I forget anybody? I'm not used to A-G-E-S. I think you got it. Yeah, A-G-E-S. I got them all. Thank you all for being here. I hope you all take advantage of the $10 off with the Bell coupon code. And uh, also uh, get some Orange Guard too. We talked about the pesticide issue orangeguard.com go to whole foods or reach out to your whole food say carry orange guard it's in your system and they can get it if they're in a ace hardware without any extra effort because it comes in on their normal shipments for their distribution system orangeguard.com and uh appreciate y'all being here back for a moment with you in a moment what is it after this brief break (laughs) this magic moment thank you for saying All right. Oh, I just lost my headphones. Here we go. I'll bring them back up. <laughs> Super D again, change of plans, right? The change of plans. Change of plans. Yes. Well, I mean, what? the change of plans is For Friday. Going, you mean Friday? I was going out yeah. to, to California and I'm you know, looking forward to re- reunions with a lot of friends and yeah. people. And, you know, the good news, I, I called up Michael Bolden, talked to him yesterday. I said, good oh, news, bad did. news, Michael. I said, the good news is you can be live with us on the show on Friday. The bad news is I won't be coming down to L.A. because the Cancer Control Society event okay, is canceled. There for a few minutes. So there's always a bright spot. There and, Don't take her out. And Sorry. the other thing, of course, is, uh, you know, finding time that you didn't think you had or didn't have to get other projects done that are very important. I think, you know, there's a lot of things that can happen. We can curse the changes or we can go, all right, God's got a different plan, you know, because that, that's what yeah. life is what happens while you're making other plans. Yes. Or God laughs, whatever it is. But, yeah. Indeed. Best laid plans. Mm-hmm. It happens. So we're rolling with them. And I just got to determine if I can make the Dallas event now, which I'd like to. But I'm also, you know, I'm just like, I like being home sometimes, Super Don. I just do. Yeah. I like do this you garden. do, huh? I, I just like hanging out in the garden a little bit. Going re- remember, oh, ride. hey, I remember you. Yeah. And and that's not to say I don't love the travel and being at events and seeing all the folks and doing these things. I love that, too. It's not like but, it used to be, though, is it? 
It's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little a, harder. It is. And as, I, I, as we I don't get older, up, right? I don't want to give up easily. Uh, sending uh, a lot of prayers, protection, whatever it is down there in Florida where the, that hurricane is heading. What are they calling Iodorol? What is the name of the Iodorol, hurricane? huh? Olydia or Iodolydia? I got to go get a baby. I'll be right back. Keep co- okay. You got to go get a baby? All right. Super Don's going to get a grandbaby. Uh, so I don't know what's going on out there. I, I know that Sovereign Silver, the makers of Sovereign Silver Natural Immunogenics, I think are closed today and tomorrow because of the hurricane. So if you if you need to get through to them, you got to hang out till afterwards. Hopefully there's not any disastrous uh, scenario. You know, I'm not wishing it to hit anywhere in particular, but these things happen. Um, and, and if you get in the armpit, so to speak, the bend of Florida, it's it's much less populated relative to, you know, the Tampa area and other things. That, that, that's not good for the people that are there, though, but uh, batten down the hatches, so to speak, and, uh, you know, make it through. This is where life happens. Again, uh, you, you do everything in life, and it can, something can be gone in a second. Uh, so um, just thinking about the folks in Florida where we used to be. Those are, you know, even a Category 1 or half of 1 as a storm can be a scary experience going through it. Uh, you hope hope the roof holds. All right, here comes Super Don with Baby. Did you get that at the flea market? Where did that come from? She just woke up from her nap, and she was crying, so I had to. Oh. So, yeah, you're on Grandpa Duty. Is that two days in a row, or is that just today? Yeah, tomorrow, too. Tomorrow, too? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yep. I got I to gotta up my game. I can't rely on Super D. You okay? You all right? Yeah. Pretty rough, huh? So since you got a baby in arms, Super Don, did mm-hmm. you you couldn't find the moment of duh, right? We confirmed that? Hold on. Okay. <laughs> no tears. <laughs> Sound like an old Jewish man now. No tears. Oi. Okay, so let's see here. One-handed. Okay. You are that. We're going to cover a story here. Mm-hmm. All right. So, how do you want to do this here? We'll do. Uh, <clears throat> do you remember, remember how we used to do this? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Sometimes there's a, a, a let's say, a, a discovery, a scientific validation that is uh, uh, so obvious, so right in your face, and we've known about it forever that it could only be today's moment of duh. What are you people? On dope? <laughs> Amalgamated Association of Morons. Local 6 and 7 8. You're crazy! What is your major malfunction? Yes, today's moment of dub brought to you by Ceiling Fans Are Us. And <laughs> they are supposed to be hung so low that a kid can hit them. What? What? Apparently, there's a lot of ceiling fan injuries among kids, and that's like, I don't understand this because I've read the instructions on how to install these things. Usually, it's on the ceiling well above the the head height of any child and even an adult. But doctors are now recommending adding warning labels because apparently there have been a lot of injuries (laughs) from kids hurting themselves by running no. into ceiling fans. How is this possible, Super Don? Explain to me as you're well, holding a baby. F- first off, that's just, yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I guess, who knows? Maybe some people are dumb. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, that could be the case. But yeah. uh, here's my question. Yeah. Let, let's just get beyond the, uh, there's a ceiling fan spinning at 100 miles an hour above you, mm-hmm. and you have a baby in your hands, mm-hmm. and you go, hey, it would be fun to throw this baby up in the air. And you look up, <laughs> and the fan is spinning, 
and you still decide to throw it up there, okay, there's but a problem there. The problem there. is but not the ceiling fan. The problem is you. Here's, point, here's, right? here's, here's probably, I think, the more important question. Yeah. Where are they going to put this warning label? <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, are they going to put it on the ceiling fan? You know, I mean, you're not going to be able to see the thing. It's spinning around. Are they going to put, where are they going to put this warning label that when you look up, you're going to go, Oh, what's oh yeah! That? I should. Oh, wait a minute! Do not here. throw baby into moving <laughs> window or or, or, or fan fan blades. blades. Right, yeah. Oh shoot! Okay, I, I guess I better I was not about do, to that. do that. I just read the warning. I'm not going to do that now. No, I'm thinking. You know, look up. Like I'm in my studio. It's not a tall ceiling. I'm not tossing a baby in here even without a ceiling fan. Get this. Yeah. Some 2,300 children were treated in U.S. emergency rooms for head injuries between 2013 and 2021. So uh, I guess if you, what is that, 13, 7, 8 years. Yeah. Uh, according to a study published in the Journal of Pediatrics this month, the most common injury was laceration. Uh, oh, I, I'm, the average patient was five, so you know. I mean, if this was not a thing, they were big enough to do it to themselves. Uh, how, old, how old is that little one? Let's see. With oh, you. that I'm holding here? Yes. She just turned one. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. have you ever tossed her in the air? Of course. Be honest. Of course. Of course. It's what we yeah. love to do that. The kids love yeah. it. The, the, the elation in their eyes when you do that. Of course, you're supposed to catch them, and you're not supposed to throw them into ceiling fans. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Typically, I mean, when you do them when you're in swimming pools, that's the big fun, right? Because you fall yeah. in. It's like, but uh, my gosh, I can't imagine. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you just lost your mind temporarily. You're just like, so, oh, he's so cute. Shh, throw him up. Oops. Oh, wow. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Good question about the warning sign. Where are they going to put that? Yeah. Warning label. Ways to prevent injury. Before you throw your child into the ceiling fan, put them, <laughs> put a helmet on them. How about that? Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Now, now I don't know helmet. about you, but yeah. it, it was not unheard of for a stupid teenager now. Mm -hmm. to do the whole jumping up in the air or something like that and wrecking a ceiling fan because it was on. Did you ever witness that when you were, when you were a teenager, uh, like some themselves. drunken party or something just to see what would happen? No. I mean like somebody just being stupid and, and goofing off and, and oh. hitting, hitting the ceiling, breaking. Do you ever see that? What happens when, when that happens? What happens is because you know, it's it, it, those ceiling fans are perfectly balanced Yes, because they're spinning really fast. Right. Mm -hmm. So what happens is if somebody puts a pole up or they're doing something dumb and the blade, the, the blade breaks off. Yeah. Now you've got an, an unbalanced ceiling fan that's spinning super fast and the thing starts wagging away all over the place and rips out of the ceiling. And oh my God. You've never turn seen it. this? No, I've not. No, but turn them off fast. Dude, what kind happens. of parties did you go to? Clearly not the ones with you ceiling didn't, You missed all the good ones. Target yeah. practice. No, we used to throw stuff at ceiling fans, but you know, Nerf balls. So they hit it and go, you know, but yeah. Uh, just not babies. No and babies. Not, yeah. our, not ourselves. Not recommended. Yeah. Oh, my God. Biden wants citizens to have more efficient ceiling fans. Does that mean? What does that mean? Efficient to do what? Well, he, you know, we don't want them running off. Of <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Oh, yeah. What she said. We don't want them running off of coal, I guess, or something. No. We, uh. We missed the, 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 you know, we had another cucumber growing. My wife was, we were out there in the garden yesterday. He's like, check to see if there are any cucumbers growing. And, and I, and I looked under one leaf. I'm like, holy crap. How did we miss this? Mm, yeah. It was, it was a football cucumber at that point. They grow fast. Yeah. I've got, I've got 
three that yeah. will be ready here in the next day or two. Yeah. Uh, so we can make some more pickles. But I'm excited. I, I, how about the uh, the apricots? Did you have them yet? Did you chew on them? Did you eat them? Are they all gone? And how do the how do the kids like it? the grandkids like them? Can they eat this them? This is what's left of the first bag. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I haven't opened the second bag. She loves them. Yeah. I think I fed her too many of them though. <laughs> oh no! The diaper I changed <laughs> a couple hours ago. Did it Not turn good. orange? Was uh, it an, let, no, it was just runny. It was very, yeah, yeah, loose. I can't reach that now. Yeah, that's funny. Well, yeah, I, do you? Well, agree? you know, it's, it's fruit, like, right? You know, it's like nature's candy when it's freeze dried like that. You can eat them all, and it's like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. If it, if it were not a freeze dried apricot, yeah, you know, you'd have like maybe three, four, right. maybe at the most. With these here, it's like you're eating them. Suddenly, you've had like twenty seven apricots, you know, <laughs> and you don't realize it, and it's like. Hey, gastrointestinal mom. distress mom was asking where are they they're on the way mom they're in the they're in the shipment mail i promise you're gonna get them soon you will get them soon uh next event biomed expo now officially outside of the one in dallas we've just talked about last hour september 14th or 17th with also an alien and something event simultaneous to that that's at the uh alexis park all suite resort las vegas nevada again going to vegas not my favorite thing, but it's kind of cool. And there's still a lot of good shows to see. And I've got friends down there and it's kind of like, I won't call it a second home, but it's sort of home too for many years going there and being there. So it's part of the, the, the Western side of me heritage too, but this event, very inexpensive relative to what you're going to get and you'll have a good time. And I hope you plan to be there with us September 14th or 17th. And I think there might be a streaming option as well. We're going to have to get Saeed David Farman on, We'll have to look at our availability in the next week or two to get them on to talk about in detail some of these things that I don't know about, the ticket stuff. So uh, we'll put that on there. Also, we have the uh, Houston event with, um, it's the end of September, 29th and 30th, Healing Strong Conference, 10-year anniversary. Look forward to seeing you there. And then Nutritional Frontiers has its professional training event, October 6th, 7th, and 8th. Also, Jared St. Clair and I, St. Clair and I are going to present at the Your Health Freedom Symposium. Uh, that's uh, my friend Kristen Chevrier, and that's going to be in West Jordan. It's the Salt Lake Valley, I think, of, of uh, uh, Utah there. Uh, Dr. Pierre Corey, Meryl Nass, Jancy Chung-Lindsay, and others will be there with us at that one. The Health Freedom Expo is coming up October 14th through 15th, and I think you might have a day or two for a discount still available to you. Uh, take advantage of that. Go to trinityhealthfreedomexpo.com, 888 Six five eight three nine seven six triple eight six five eight three nine seven six. Then we have the Heal Your Family Naturally event with the Warners, Doctors Terry and Stu Warner, Bobby Kennedy, Kevin Zorbo, Judy Mikevitz, Doctor David Brownstein, John Witcher, Doctor Jack Wolfson, uh, James Thorpe, Kimberly Overton, Richard Urso, Doctor Shannon Croner, and more. That's going to be amazing. And that's the uh, November 3rd, 4th, and 5th, Phoenix, Scottsdale, Arizona. The next year, we've got the Autism Health Summit. And I've got more to add to it. Remember that one event I, I did a recording for, Super D? we got to find that because we got to put that in the upcoming events list so I don't forget it. Okay. That's the one that's like just across the border from Portland, Oregon into Southern Washington, uh, a Patriot event that I'm going to be speaking at. Right. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep up with all of that, as you know. Uh, also, remember ipac-edu.org. Uh, we had James Lyons Weiler on, I don't know, a few days ago. And the course offerings from IPAC, absolutely sensational. The stuff you want to learn, this little baby would learn a lot. 
if she, if she was enrolled at IPAC. <laughs> she feels so adorable. IPAC.edu.org. We'll get you some more details likely tomorrow on some of the uh, upcoming uh, curricula that's being re- released. And it's extraordinarily affordable as well. Invest in you and your ability to engage in discussions that you never thought you could. Thanks to Dr. Jack. IPAC-EDU.org. All right, what else? Now, did we have any Rumble comments, Super D, or any other uh, interfaces? That I uh, let's see here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Anon, that must be an anonymous person. Mm-hmm. We were talking about uh, depression. Yeah. So that my daughter, who is 25, uh, struggling so bad with her mental health, she won't talk to me about it. She has had the jab and booster. She won't listen to me. My heart is broken. Mm. That's a, yeah, it's an all too common story, right? Yeah. What is that noise in the background? Is there a sh- TV Oh, that's show Riley. Riley. What is Riley doing? Well. She is, uh, she's still in her pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with uh, the Amazon Fire tablet. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. There you go. That's what so adorable. Huh? Oh, yeah? All right. Our buddy Chris is in the Tampa Bay area, and he's making extra ionized water just in case they get, you know, knocked out of power and water and everything in Tampa. I don't yeah. know. If they say it's still heading north of Tampa, I haven't seen the latest cone of silence or whatever they call cone that. Cone of silence. Yeah. Let's see what Drudge Thank has. you for finding the moment of death theme, by the way. That was fun. Yeah. I remembered how to do it after all these years. I was out of practice, but we did well. Yeah, you nailed it. You yeah. nailed it. All right, fun. so... Here's what we got on Drudge here. It looks like it's targeting the uh, the less populous areas of the of the uh, panhandle, the kind of the bend, so to speak. Well, it's nailing. I mean, just a, a piece of Florida, but it looks like it's hitting a good chunk of uh, Georgia, South Carolina, and the tip of North Carolina. There, yeah, it looks like Savannah's in the mix uh, there as well. Being described as a once in a lifetime event. Oh, really? That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I love the sound. You have figured there. out how the how this works. Yeah, hurricane so to unleash rain. Three coming in as a three. Let's see. Hurricane Idalia has strengthened to a category two, uh, with some parts of Florida already feeling the effects of the system, which is expected to become a category three before making landfall Wednesday, which is tomorrow. Yeah. So it looks like category well, three. This is a once in a lifetime event. I mean, hurricanes come and go all the time. Um, I don't know. I haven't read the details here, but uh, conditions are already deteriorating in parts of the state as water levels rise on the coast. Yeah. So I don't know. There's a, a, a bigger, I guess, a better. Can you see that there? That map? Yeah. 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 Looks like it's just going to go out into the Atlantic again, but it'll skirt the coast. So the Carolinas. All right, let me go put her down. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. You're too much, dude. All right. All right. Let's see what else is happening here. So we're wrapping up the bonus round on the Robert Scott Bell Show today. I hope you all have a fun day today. I want to uh, point out something that is coming in September. And this is an event that you can, because uh, you're normally here, hopefully, every day on the Robert Scott Bell Show. But Monday, the 18th of September, 
We're scheduling a three-hour, this moment, a three-hour telethon in support of Jonathan E. Morge candidacy for the Senate run in Virginia. And Mike Adams will participate. Uh, I, I talked to Ty Bollinger over the weekend. He said he's happy to come on board that day. And we'll have a whole bunch of folks that are supporting Jonathan, some other celebrity surprise guests, and that's the 18th. And we're planning to have uh, Jonathan E. Morge in studio that day. And the next day, the 19th, some type of an uh, in-person event, which I'll get you more details on as soon as we have a venue picked out. Uh, so I just want to give you a heads up. If you if you are in uh, Utah or want to be at that time, you'll be able to meet Jonathan and, and some other folks that uh, around the 18th or 19th. But even if you're not around, we'll stream the event. Certainly our, our show, it'll be a three-hour show. Those of you who wanted a three-hour show, we're going to have one. Our plan is to have one finally, at least for that day. Uh, and on brideon.tv, it'll be simulcast. That's going to be quite a, quite a day, isn't it? Yeah, that'll be a cool day. And then as far as September goes, we haven't decided on um, our AMA for next month. So We could if you'd like to. I'm looking at Monday the 25th. What about you? Um, How's that look? Yeah. We may end up doing a uh, a trip out to see my son in September. I don't know what weekend that'll be. We could put that down Tentative. tentatively, yeah. Okay, because we did the weekend one, so we do the weekday. We usually flip-flop between So it's a right. week weekday evening. It could be the 25th, and it, uh, I think, what did we say, uh, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, or is it? What? 8 p.m. Eastern, 5, 8, 5 p.m. Pacific on a Monday, or is it is that wrong? 4 p.m. is what we 4 usually PM do. And so, okay, so... Yeah. 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Okay, thank you. I wasn't yep. sure. All right, uh, so that's one thing. If we're looking at where we are today, toward the end of August, tomorrow, uh, we have Kirk Elliott, PhD, scheduled for the show. Uh, I don't know if we have Ty Bollinger scheduled or not at this moment, tomorrow. I will find out. Okay. Lee Dundas is scheduled on Thursday. And Michael Bolden now, because we're going to be live on Friday, uh, scheduled to join us on Friday at this point. Now... I should get um, Saeed David Farman to talk about the uh, the Biomed Expo, maybe. I don't know if we want to put that on Friday, maybe September 1st is a possibility. Okay. Okay. And that means also I'm looking at uh, the following week. Uh, we can take off the pre-recorded on the 5th because I'll be here. I won't be traveling. So I'm going to delete that. And that means our our pals from Nutritional Frontiers will not have to be delayed a day. And it also changes what we may or may not do on Labor Day. We might do an encore on Labor Day now. I'll, I'll just, just do a cookout. Everything, everything's changing. See, yeah, I mean, this is a radical change that somehow we're going to have to flex and bend with. I don't know how we're going to make it. But so I think the we'll pre-recorded or postponed for Nutritional Frontiers is now gone. Gone, because we can okay. be live. I'm not traveling that day. All right. So now it's a question of whether I can get to Denver or not. And then also the, uh, then we got the Biomed Expo for sure happening the 14th through the 17th of uh september all right and then the telethon on the 18th so we got to get back sunday night from that event and then the 18th uh, we'll be ready to do a, a broadcast telethon from the studio i've got to really prepare this studio differently between now i'm motivated uh, because jonathan emord says he wants to be in studio for that event all right kirk elliott yeah so we got kirk elliott tomorrow now, kirk elliott i think he's with um uh, we've got the banner on our website. Mm -hmm. 
He's with. Uh, oh, we're going to talk gold, are we? Gold and I love investments. That yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Kirk Elliott, PH. Yeah. K and E. Oh, right. The K and E. Because we, yeah. we have their banner up, and I didn't know if anybody has plugged into it, but yep. uh, yeah, K and E, protect yourself from the inflation tidal wave, people over profit. Another access point for uh, precious metals to uh, protect yourself in case of absolute collapse of the Federal Reserve note dollar. Yep. So. Yeah. And then we've got Lee Dundas. Yep. And uh Emord on Thursday and then Michael Bolden on Friday. He better be. He better yeah. be there. He no excuses be, now. He says he might be out in a boot, but he'll connect from his phone if he has to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You can't just stay home one day. I know. I know. <sighs> okay. So all right. Well, so I, re- get- I rebooted the browser, so I have access to everything now again. Okay. Is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. Nothing was working right. All right. I got an update. Uh, Jonathan's trying to uh, fo- formulate, uh, uh, well, let's say, a clock for us when we're doing the, the telethon already source. You know, Jonathan's so ahead of the game. You know, that's just his All nature. Right. He's got to be prepared. Are we going to have, like, a leaderboard thing like uh, Jerry Lewis had? I don't know if we're going to do that, but... We're going to have a really we'll get cool. Get some jugglers podcast. and some mariachi yeah. band. and It's like Bill Falloon. Uh, gosh, he goes way back. Uh, get some good. John Hewlett supporting a Julie Klein from uh, Trinity will be with us too. Rick Savage from Meditrend. Um, Mike Adams, well, of course, the Health Ranger is going to support the event. And uh, let's see, we'll have Jonathan's wife, Cheryl. Uh, let's see, who else we got? Bill Falloon. Um, I'm going to need him to send me like an actual, just a guest list with contact information. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is going to be a, a a show like no other for me. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. The number of, of guests that we're going to, we're going to go through mm-hmm. in three hours. Yeah. And people are going to be on for like five minutes or something like that. I, yeah, right. I don't know. It's going to be fun. I mean, it, yeah. I had a good good test run with four people on in the out, first hour of the show. That, that was good. But, yeah, we definitely want to test some things in advance and, and might require your help even on that weekend as I'm at the conference to kind of test everybody out behind the scenes. Um, I want to see if we can get some other, you know, big-name celebrities to participate as well. And so there could be a lot of surprises on that one. If you guys want to support it in any way, let us know. We'll give you a shout-out and thanks as well. All right. Well, that's what I got. That's plenty. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Mayor, Mayor Gabriel says, yes, under a tropical storm watch here on South uh, Carolina coast near Charleston. Gotcha. All right. Well, All right. Well, hang stay, in there. Stay safe there as well. Mayor Gabriel. And you know what? Let us know what's happening. Yeah. In fact, you know, in fact, we Mayor Gabriel. We eyewitness phone report while the Absolutely. Out, yeah. You know what? Yeah. When, when the storm hits there, um, if you feel so inclined... You should connect with us so we can see it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, there you go. That is an option. There you go. Let us know. Cool. So, all right. Well, all right, guys. God will. We'll see you all tomorrow, uh, less than 22 hours from now. Thanks for sharing the show, and uh, we'll see you then.